This episode is brought to you by Plantronics Gaming. Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 9th of December, 2015. This is The Gap, episode 302. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gore is here. Yo! And Jeremy Jungus Ray. Yay! Yay! We're all, we're all feeling good. Are you? Yay! How are you going after last night, Job? You recovered? pretty rough this morning, I'll tell you what. Yeah? Oh, I was rough. Yeah. But I'm okay now. So that's a- uh, You had to try and recall what happened to your knee? Uh, yeah, I've got a huge fucking bruise on my knee. <laughs> Did you do a double jump? Uh... Did you get surprise attacked? I, I think I did get surprise attacked. Um, yeah, I've smashed my knee. So that sucks. So I actually, I don't usually bruise. So that's actually, I must have done like some proper fucking damage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. It's done now. It's like it hasn't affected my walking. Or your gaming. Or my gaming. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. No. So, yeah, actually, my legs aren't that important for gaming, so. We played some foosball. We played foosball, yes. Uh, not well. Nope. Terribly. Yes. Seemed like those other guys had played before. I just think they weren't drinking. Uh, that's true. We had had a lot to drink. Yeah. Played some beer pong. I like point. beer pong. Uh, didn't play well. You were on um, Jess's team. Yeah, me and Jess from GameSpot went up against... Uh, to other people yeah um yeah we smashed them fucking hammered them i was terrible at throwing the ball um the ping pong yeah but i could catch like i caught like six straight uh and whereas jess kept getting throwing it in yeah the so um we two well. other people that you're up against were me and emma oh was it you and emma yeah <laughs> okay and we Sweet. got fucking destroyed yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I had to drink a lot of beer. And okay. then I played again, and we were <laughs> half filling the cups this time. Yeah. And uh, got annihilated again. Okay. So, that was rough. Um, the second time I played, it was Team Skywalker, uh, myself and Luke's. Luke from CNET. Yep. Uh, against Emma again mm-hmm. and, uh, and James. Yeah. Uh, and we were doing really well. We were up by about five or six cups. Yep. Uh, same thing. Luke was throwing the balls in and I was catching them. I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm really good at defense yep. or support. Sure. Yep. Um, and then so we got down to the last two and we couldn't fucking get, get anything anymore. And we got- It's rough. We lost. We failed. Damn. Um, anyway, we didn't have to do that much. It was two cups, so- Anyway, that was cool. That was good fun. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the second time I played, the dude on my team, was the, I can't remember his name right now, because um, I can barely remember anything, but it, he made uh, Dungeon Crawl. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was talking to him. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Dungeon Crawl? Yeah, that that four-player- It's a st- Steam game, right? Indie game. Is that going to be Crawl? No. No, it's a different one. Okay. It might not be called Dungeon Crawl. 
I've I've obviously mashed is those. The one two where it's three up. people versus one person. No, it's it's okay. it's a different one, but it is a competitive cooperative dungeon crawler. So that's where I'm going wrong here. Dungeon League, right. maybe. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I didn't I play Dungeon League. <laughs> yeah. Just played beer pong with the guy. Yeah, cool. Or whatever the game's called. But yeah, and we uh, should review that. <laughs> should review that for uh, <laughs> us cameras. Uh, and then we played Resistance, which is a board game, and uh, oh. it's for six players plus. I saw you tweet about that, and I thought you meant like the PlayStation Three Killzone FPS. Game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Resistance Fall of Man. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. So six players and uh, six players minimum. Dungeon and- League. Dungeon League, yes. And uh, each player uh, is given a, a card at the start. And two people are spies, four people are not spies. And uh, you basically, if you're a spy, you have to fail missions. And if you're a resistance member, then you have to succeed at missions. But a single fail card means that you, uh, you fail the mission overall. So... It doesn't matter if four people go on a mission. If there's one fail card, you lose. And um, it's mostly just yelling. It's a lot of yelling. Like, you're a spy. You're a fucking spy. Don't let him go on the mission. He's a spy. We will lose, etc., etc. And uh, I was quite good at picking the spies. Uh, Not so good at convincing my teammates that I wasn't actually a spy. I had just correctly worked out who the fucking spies were. Because, mm-hmm. you know, just basically just, you know, poker shit. You just have to listen for them to say something weirdly or... Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, find their tell. And once you've got that... I mean, I called... We played with uh, Paul Hulahan and I think he's a YouTuber, Jack, something or other. They were the spies and I called them literally out of the gate I'm like these two are spies I know it for a fact and they're like oh you're probably a spy and he's just trying to he's just trying to deflect and I'm like no nah, see that is exactly what you'd say if you were trying to disguise your existence as a spy yeah. and uh yeah they were the spies I was fucking all over that shit it's good fun yeah um but Reminds me, uh, I bought a game called, or I kickstarted a game called Secret Hitler. Oh, yeah. It's by the guys who made Cards Against Humanity, and it's basically the same concept. Okay. So, we'll have to play that at some points. Okay. But yes, uh, so that was it. That was all I did, basically. Play some Street Fighter, got destroyed at Street Fighter. Yep. Um, obviously. Did you play Ed? No. Okay. I played Daniel, who came up through the ranks of berserk <laughs> so yeah never gonna happen uh but i did manage to give everyone else shit while i was doing it so you know that's all that's important uh, yeah, that's about it he's mr fighting game yeah he is uh luke's walked away so so uh yeah what was that about nothing i was just checking i, f- I, I realized i didn't check the mixer before to see everything was set up all right you okay. could be sounding like robots for all I know. Could be. Um, I played on one of the arcade machines with Zorian. Cool. Um, the ones that had like the 400 games. Oh, yeah. And we just basically picked a bunch of stupid games that sounded funny. We found this. Uh, it was kind of like Mortal Kombat, like a Mortal Kombat clone. Right. Where like the original one had those 
like filmed people and it was oh, yeah. them doing the moves. Mm-hmm. We played a game like that. It was pretty terrible. Um, we found a game called Journey, <laughs> which isn't anything like the song or the game. Right. <clears throat> so it was interesting. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Wow. But otherwise, I didn't play much there. Uh, we didn't really play. We, we didn't go to play. We were no. just hanging out. Yep. Um, cool. Yeah? Yeah. What Let's else we got? Games. I don't know. What about you, John? What have you been up to? Playing been, games? What have you been doing? Uh, what have I been doing? Um, doing some Gizmodo work. Uh, some mag work. Um, what did I do for the mag? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, some football manager stuff. Football manager 16. Yeah. They're up to yeah. 16. Yeah. Um, I should have not 2016, done I suppose. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's 2016. So, was that. spreadsheet game exciting or what? Um, not really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got, you know, you get into it after a while. This one takes a while to get into because there's a lot of flaws that you notice a lot quicker than um, the good stuff starts to take effect. Right. Um Injuries are, like, super common in it. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's weird. Like, and a lot of people were saying this online as well, where, um, and it was certainly my experience, you just get these, like, six-month knocks, like, consistently, and I'm like, shit, man, it's really unlucky. And, um, you know, you start off with the transfer season before the season, so you, you end up having to plug holes before the season, season really gets going. Wow. Okay. Um, so I was doing that. Uh, I went to Liverpool to try and right the wrong of Balotelli coming in and Suarez going out. Um, but no one wanted Balotelli, so I couldn't get rid of him. Um, so I should probably just release him. I certainly wasn't going to play him. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, you know, you, you get into it after a while, but the, the sort of hooks that it has, like the stuff that hooks you is nothing new that they've added this year. It's just all stuff that's Updated. always been in, yeah, football manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of cosmetic stuff. Um, so it's like the FIFA that was a couple of years ago and it was like, they're focusing on how the manager fucking looks like and his gestures on the sideline and shit. And I'm like, I really don't care. No one cares. Um, yeah, they really could have fixed more shit with like the the 3D match viewer and uh, the press conferences and stuff like that they've changed the team instructions a little bit so it's kind of good with one click you can kind of give some uh, some instructions to your team which is handy mid-match and stuff yep. but you're not a coach you're a manager right yeah but you know you still do the tactics stuff so that's what I generally that's my favorite part of the game is the tactics and I generally tell my staff to handle shit like the kids sweep team. the leg yeah yeah they sweep the leg um, but yeah I don't have to talk about that for too long because people are bored by that cool uh, Halo 5 you played yeah Still have I already talked t- about that or? Uh, well, I think we did have you talked yeah well you've definitely talked about since release have you been playing it more recently no so I haven't played it oh. since then okay. so uh, I need to play some multiplayer now because I'm doing the last tips is the multiplayer tips right yeah um, and I already sort of know what I'm going to put in it but right um, pay money yeah no still still pay, pay, pay money and win yeah pay money mm. pay money but I'm going to do stuff like you know flag juggling and shit right yeah cool Probably yeah no that's handy shit I mean yeah 
As long as I can record everything I need. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So, Halo's dumb. Um, yep, yep. The other thing I was doing for the mag was a little bit of XCOM. Yep. Are we going to talk about that now or later? I'm easy. Uh, we'll do that later. Later? Save to the end. Why don't we talk about people- Undertale instead? Have you played it? Yes, I have. Have you played it? Uh, I was going to buy it, and then I saw the graphics, and I was like, yep. I'm good. Right. <laughs> what a graphics. So, I haven't yeah. gotten very far into it. Yep. Um, I thought this might be a good game to play with my friend who doesn't play games. Oh, yeah? Um, she didn't like it. Okay. So, uh, I kept on playing it by myself. Yeah. And, um, yeah... Uh, it, it got like so many 10 out of 10s from yeah. so many sources and the mag was really glowing about it and the Steam reviews were overwhelmingly positive. Um, so I was like, and then people were getting really like freaking defensive about it too. Like one dude on the forums is like, I don't want to listen to the music. Is there any way to shut it off? And some people were like, no, you have to listen to the music. Why would you ever want to turn the music off? Yeah. So it's turned into one of those. I was like, wow, people are really passionate about this game. Um, I kind of would like to turn the music off. Because <laughs> uh, it's like kind of loud. and um, Yeah, I play it without headphones on. Yeah. My yeah eyes. Me too. Mm. Um, I like to listen to drum and bass while I play games. But um, yeah, I, my, my understanding is that later on the music changes. And it's sort of actually supports the gameplay a little bit so i can understand why you would want to have music enabled for that mm-hmm. um, but at the moment i'm just sort of in these early stages where it's all like looks like a really basic um sort of windows 3.1 game or something um and the music is, is according to is you know appropriate for that uh but yeah so it's kind of like it was described to me as a game where you can win fights without fighting and um, at first I thought, oh, so it's one of these dumb little feelings games. <laughs> and um, then I heard, no, the combat's actually good. It's just a choice. I was like, all right, cool. Try it out. Um, I'm still, yeah, it's a little weird the, the way that you don't fight. Like um, you can get into a fight and you can, like a lot of the monsters that you come across don't actually want to fight you. They've just got some kind of shit they're dealing with. Yep. And um, if you can, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe uh, make them feel better, <laughs> then you can just walk away yep. and not fight. And uh, if you do that, you don't get any XP, and I think you get less gold. Um, but sometimes you do get gold. Um, so you don't level up if you don't fight. Um, but I was kind of wondering if the goal is to like get to the end of the game with like the lowest level possible um and then i thought nah probably not it's probably just a choice um whatever you want to do so like sometimes i couldn't figure it out and i just fought him and the fight the way the fighting works is like you every time you attack you just have to do a little timing mini game yep and you know stop the bar as it passes through the exact center of the thing but the defense it's like after you do your action they do their action and what they do is different for every monster and uh, you have this little box on the screen and inside the box is a heart and you can the heart is you and you can maneuver the heart around the place and so you're basically trying to dodge whatever they throw at you and it's different for every monster um so for like a dog you might have like 
you're being attacked by a dog so within the box a little dog is jumping at you and you just sort of try and maneuver around that or um uh i don't know there's like one really sad monster and his like his tears fucking flow into the box and you have to dodge the tears as they flow through the box and shit yep <laughs> and so it's kind of different for each one uh i remember there was a dog that like he was like he only wanted to attack things that move he's like i'm gonna attack whatever moves is anything moving around here so the key was to just not move the heart and the box and the sword would like pass through you without damaging you mm-hmm. um yeah so um i am a fan of that sort of stuff like i'm a fan of um ideas and concepts and story elements being expressed through uh mechanics and dynamics uh so i like that part it's probably my favorite part um and then you know in the sort of in the wider world you're you're walking around doing puzzles and stuff and um you're talking to people and you're doing puzzles like you know push the rock over here and stuff like that hit hit these different switches the puzzles were pretty well crafted i felt and uh, a lot of the comedy was also well crafted they have these little comedic element uh, comedic moments mm-hmm. um which is would definitely worth um paying attention to and not skipping past for a bit of a laugh um my only beef was like when i'm in the wider world and i'm walking along uh it's got those random encounters encounters that happen in like final fantasy um so i could have done without that or i could have done with less because you know i'm just sort of like walking around trying to solve the puzzle and you keep getting attacked by the same person yeah yeah and especially like if you have already figured out how to get rid of this thing you sort of just go through the motions yeah you just go through it. it's like all right I, i'm gonna i need to click here once and click here twice and that's get gets rid of you and we don't even fight yep um so you know it's like all right once that once that's been figured out um do we need to do this anymore um yeah mm-hmm. so those are my feelings on it for someone who's not very far into it no i'm not that far into it either and that's i mean yeah i have basically the same feelings i mean i feel like it's a really interesting little game that i enjoy playing quite a bit um could definitely use less of the random battles i've always felt that i could use less of random battles in almost yeah. every game <laughs> yeah to be honest uh because i don't know they only ever seem to pop up you only really take notice of them when you're trying to do something in particular and they're yeah. being really fucking annoying yeah, yeah. that's the worst time for them to happen basically mm-hmm. but um you yeah, know the puzzles are they tend to be really good i i what i like is uh that a lot of the time if you deliberately fail a puzzle it'll have something to it as well um and and so there's content in that as well and yeah um i I think the writing is charming enough that it's almost worth doing unless you're specifically yeah failing yeah and that's a good sign what happens a lot of those puzzles are over multiple screens yeah and so like i I remember one in particular that was over four different it was in four different rooms yep so like to actually solve the puzzle there's walking between the four different screens and while you're walking between all of those you you generate quite a few random encounters yeah so that was annoying yeah that was a bit rough um I haven't really got a good handle on the sort of equipment loot stuff yet. Yeah. Um, I've got shitloads of money that yeah. I don't know what to do with. Yeah, same time. Like um, and yeah, I mean, that's about it. I, 
I don't know. I am not seeing the tens yet, but uh, I saw a few tens, or maybe no, it was just. I'm this- not seeing. Oh right, yeah. How it would be a ten yet? No, um, me neither. I suppose I don't really like the like. I like the the battles. Even I, I think it's really cool that even doing the non-confrontational stuff still requires some skill-based gameplay. Yeah, and I think that's a really good idea, and it actually involves the player a lot more than yeah some I mean, of it's a bit detective like yeah um figure out what's wrong with this yeah you got to work out that that little bit and then there's the the box as well i mean that's yeah. actual gameplay as well a lot of games that attempt to do this sort of thing mm. to make you feel shit mm-hmm. uh would just sort of re- like rely on you on a fucking walking between golden orbs or some shit yeah. some shitty fucking english town Fuck! Everybody's gone to the rapture. Um, <laughs> I didn't play it. It was garbage. Um, but yeah, this one actually has gameplay involved, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think it needs. I don't know. I'd love to have more options with the resolution than just yeah. press F four for full screen. Yeah, but, me too. Um, I find that I don't want to play it for very long. Yeah. Like, I find out I'll play it in little stints, but I'll I don't want to- get wanna... to the next save, save yeah. star, and then stop for a bit. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do any big sessions with it. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, I like Sans, and I like Papyrus, and um, they're cool characters, and- Oh, yeah, yeah, they were funny. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in the world as well. I like the- um, There's one enemy that is only bad when he's with someone else. He's right. like he's like all the other ones are a bad influence on him. Oh, okay. but if you get him by himself, all he wants to do is dance. <laughs> so like, all you have to do is eliminate the other people, and then he's not a threat anymore. I Just like, walk away. I like the the many different like results. Yeah, like even there are some where you can just like there's the. I think the best example is well, from early in the game is um, ice cap. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. got a hat. Yeah, the emo. Yeah, like the way to beat him is to ignore him. You, yeah, you try desperately to not stare at his hat. Yeah, and then he notices you not looking at his hat, and he gets upset, and yeah. you continue <laughs> to ignore it. But if you do that a couple of times, you can spare him, or you can steal his hat. <laughs> oh, can you? Yep. And uh, yeah, and then he just turns into some ice. Because he's no longer ice cap, he's just ice. And uh, so, he's just ice. And uh, you then sort of have to convince him that he still looks cool, despite not having a hat. Yeah. That's pretty fucking hilarious. It's (laughs) like just, there's layers to this shit that you just don't really expect. And I think that's really cool. Interesting. Um, But yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. It was definitely worth, I'm I'm definitely getting my 10 bucks out of it. yeah, I'll, I'll totally... I like interesting games. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm more... I don't know. I'd prefer to play it on the couch, though, than at my PC. Yeah. It seems a bit more relaxed. It's not really a sit-forward thing. No. Um, speaking of playing on my couch, jumped on online to buy um, my wife a Christmas present uh, and uh, looked at a bunch of stuff uh, and uh, had none of the stuff on Amazon that I wanted to buy would ship to Australia. Mm. So I got grumpy and I bought a Steam controller. 
Oh, yeah. Why? So, uh, nice. Yeah. Why? So I, I could have a sting control. I've not heard good things about them. I've heard good things. By a lot of people. I've heard lots of good things. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weird. I'm going to get a latte panda. A what? Seen that? No. It's like a little raspberry pie, but a lot more powerful. It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. But same sort of philosophy. Cool. It's pretty cool. You should buy an actual computer. I really should. (laughs) I really should. Uh, Speaking of games to play on an actual computer, Just Cause 3. Did Did you buy it on computer? Yeah. Okay. It's apparently basically unplayable on anything else. I've been playing shitloads of it. I checked Steam before we began. I've played 13 hours of Just Cause 3. The uh, I've just completed the mission where you unlock fast travel. <laughs> That's like the fourth mission in. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I've spent 13 hours doing anything except for the fucking missions. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically that game for me. I have no interest in doing the missions. I skip all the cutscenes. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck this. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever. Fucking let's go. And then, um, yeah, then I just fucking wingsuit about, mm-hmm. like, nonstop, just destroying. It's got leaderboards for basically everything, everything. you could think of. <laughs> and uh, Luke has finished playing ages ago, so yeah. I just go through and destroy all his scores. Mm-hmm. That shit. You know, like, he was very proud of wingsuiting fi- for five minutes. Well, I've wingsuited for 11 minutes. Well, I wingsuited for that long before the game was out. Uh-huh. So, well, I don't see how that changes anything. Because <laughs> uh, I, I haven't gone, but I did it just for fuck to fuck around because I wanted to get number one at something. Yeah, and, although yeah, the yeah. rest of the things I got was just from playing the game. And you yeah. took that from him. I took it from him. Oh no! Um, I've tethered for like fucking five kilometers, but that was some glitchy shit. Uh, I parachute climbed my way to the top of the fucking mountain uh, the biggest mountain in the game that took 12 minutes hmm. that's not a quick fucking process what mountain was that there's a giant mountain in the middle you get an achievement for getting to the top top of the world um, in the middle I don't know it's massive it's a huge fucking mountain is this on the volcano uh, no oh. volcano yeah it's a volcano I don't Top left of the map. Don't know. Um, I haven't been there. I've been basically everywhere else. It's got this, like, base on it, and the base shoots fucking nukes at you. Oh, yeah, I've been up there. Yeah. Uh, if you, part of one of the missions. If you use the parachute, mm-hmm. like, glide with the parachute and tether climb your way all the way up from sea level. Yep. Then you travel 3.1 kilometers up. And uh, it's basically... Basically, that's how I got the achievement. Um, not the achievement, the number one spot on my fucking leaderboard. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone else is like, I don't know, 400 meters and shit. Because they haven't been wasting their fucking time hmm. doing yeah. shit. I had to play, finish the campaign <laughs> for review. Meh. Meh. It's pretty good, though. Like, as a sandbox game, yeah. just to do stupid shit. Yeah, it is. It does it well. It, it really does. Um, like, I have taken over shitloads of bases. So many that I think that when I actually get to the point where I do decide to do the story missions, 
It'll be easy. They're going to be pathetic. Yeah. Because I've already taken over all the bases mm. and the cities. Because, um, yeah, I'm just like, well, fuck it. Yeah, this is cool. I'm fine with this. Um, but each time, I just try to do a different, like, one- You try and do it differently. One base I took over, like, I blew everything up that I needed to blow up. I did it while parachuting. I'd never yep. let my feet touch the ground. I was just parachuting the whole time and just uh, chucking the bomb things. And trying to, like, sort of land them. You've got these bombs that you can just drop. And they sort of arc. And so, you got to aim. And if you move at all, it fucks it up. And, yeah, you just fucking trigger them. They're remote detonations. So, oh. yeah. I spent an entire base just doing that. Uh, an entire base, like, crashing choppers into the shit I had to blow up. Mm-hmm. I'd leap out at the last second. And, yeah. It's fun. It's good fun. Yep. Um, Tethering shit to people and just yeah, flinging yeah. them up in the air. Hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. Tethering stuff that needs to be blown up together and then just dragging it into each other. Yeah, dragging it. You yeah. get uh, you get to a point where you get a lot of tethers. Really? Like eight or something like oh, that wow. at one stage. And you just fucking everything in the base. Just I've grab st- it all. And- I've still only got two. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not even close. Hmm. But I do have a pretty good wingsuit because every time I unlock a base that has the wingsuit challenge, I'll okay. go and do that shit until I've five-starred it, basically. Yeah. That's all I like doing. It's all I like doing. You don't like the dis- the frenzy ones where you, no. it's like, hey, here's a stupid rocket launcher, blow everything up? Nah, I find them... I'm kind of shit at them, I think. Mm. Yeah, so... But wingsuiting, I'm good at. Got to use a controller, though. Luke... For the wingsuit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. That's why I've got Steam controller coming. Okay. No, I just I just thought that was, you know, amusing. I went online to buy a present for my wife. And bought I yourself bought a controller. myself something instead. Well, yeah. we'll see. And I still haven't bought my present for my wife. I still don't know what I'm going to do. You should, you should wrap it up and give it to her. Yes. And when she opens it, be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I'll just use that. Ah, <laughs> uh, gold. You Good got, thinking, Luke. You got punked. I'll get it. I'll get it engraved with my name as well. we'll complete the fucking. <laughs> oh, they spelled your reference. name wrong. <laughs> um, and what else we got? Do you do? You, what do you think of the humor in it? Like, I don't know. I skip all the cutscenes. But what about like when you liberate, like you kill a base? Oh yeah, like, no, that shit's good. That like, shit's oh. that's the only shit I like. Like I watched two of the cutscenes at the start. I'm like, oh, I see. It's still going to be cringeworthy dialogue so yep. fuck this bullshit uh, but uh, loading screen tips are funny that one radio announcer is yeah. funny and yeah did you see the uh, there's one the Star Wars reference no where one of the bases when you clear um, he, when he's talking to you he's like he does the Han Solo reference you know when Han is trying to um, uh, he's in the prison and he's trying to get Leia out and then they're at, they're like, what's going up on up there? And he's like, oh no, everything's fine. We're all good here. Uh, how are you? <laughs> like he says that line. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. No, I haven't come across good. that one yet. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, black mold. I heard black mold. Oh, okay, uh, I heard um, the base is an eyesore, and so uh, we've eliminated the base. Yeah, uh, to to make things look nicer. We've uh, we've had complaints about television interference, so we've destroyed the base. Uh, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, routine, routine explosion duties was another good one. 
Yes. Um, yeah, no. I'm, I'm it's, enjoying It's good it. fun for a dumb game at the end of the year. Yeah. I thought that it, it did well for what it was uh, setting out to do. Yes. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, what's this Into the Stars? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Who's that's that? me. I you. probably had StarCraft 2 under those because I've been playing some more Legacy of the Void. Ah. I can add that after if you want. Um, but yeah, Into the Stars. I was just sitting there thinking of what other games I've played. Um, Into the Stars is kind of like FTL. Cool. It's uh, like a 3D version of FTL. Yep. Um, so you can position the camera outside the ship or inside the ship. And uh, you have some... 3D space to pilot your ship through. Um, instead of like warping from bit to bit, you like you you just you, you are given a stretch of space, and you have to get from A to B. And uh, you know, at the other end is this planet that you're going to colonize. You're basically humanity's last hope. They've sent like 13 arc ships. It's been a, Earth's been attacked by an alien force. I uh, sent all these ARC ships to colonize this world. You're like the last one. Um, so if you get to the planet at the end, you get to colonize it and you, you win. Um, the galaxy kind of uh, gets wider as you go along. So it's like as you go through the galaxy, you can go further to the right or further to the left to just sort of see what's there. Um, the center seems to be a bit dangerous. Um, there's this alien force, the same one that t- attacked Earth is following you. So you can't stick around for too long in any one spot. And the whole, whole stretch of galaxy that you've got is divided into these little sectors. Yep. So if you stay in one sector for too long, they're going to show up. Um, it goes from like yellow alert to orange alert to red. Yep. And I'm not sure exactly how it works with like what decides when you get attacked, if it's a die roll or something like that. A lot of the time I, I, was um on like yellow or orange alert and just as i passed the uh, the threshold of one sector to the next um those alien ships popped up and i had to do a bit of combat so i'm not sure if the border actually triggers something or if it's just a die roll or what yeah yeah um but uh if it's like yellow alert it might be one ship if it's um orange it might be two if it's red it's three um and at the moment it's still an early access game so there's only two different kinds of alien ships um but yeah you, you it kind of plays out like um sort of a star trek bridge simulator kind of thing where you're um you like there's there's no possible way for you to get from a to b uh, with just the resources you've got on the ship. So you need to stop by planets along the way to mine. And there's like, I don't know, five or six different resources in the game. And uh, sending down shuttles uh, takes resources. Mining takes resources. Um, so you, like life support takes resources. Um, food, uh, all that sort of stuff. You need fuel for your engines. So you decide those sort of the way your ship is built at the beginning and like what's going to take what resource if you want you can try to put all your eggs in one basket and say all right i need all i all i'm going to need is like co2 but i'm going to need a shitload of co2 which is really dangerous because you'll come across planets that you know you can mine it all you want and you're not going to get any co2 there yep um you know i've come across like two planets in a row that had no biomatter and um i was pretty fucked um luckily it's not a hard fail when you run out so like if you're whatever your life support runs on if it's co2 
Um, if you run out of that, then slowly your 10,000 civilians will just start dying. Um, so you can still make your way towards a planet. Um, the one that's probably the most dangerous is fuel because then you can't keep going. Yep. Um, but even then, if you reach the top speed, you'll just keep sort of like floating towards something, but you'll slowly start to slow down. Right. Um, you've got crew that you have to manage. You, you manage their skills as well. They're pretty shit at everything. Uh, when you start the game and by the end of it, if you've managed it properly, then whoever's responsible for mining should be pretty good at it and always win. And like, you know, whoever's responsible for manning the shields should um, recharge it very quickly. Uh, at the beginning of the game, there's no way like um, they've timed it so that the alien attacks happen faster than your shields regenerate. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to take some damage in a fight no matter what. But um, towards the end, if you manage it well, you can be pretty clever about how you do your shields. Um, so the way combat's done, not as complex as FTL, but again, it's early access. Um, so there's like three different colors that you can tra- change your weapons to, and they resemble different frequencies of like lasers. Right. So it's like um, if you've got your lasers on the red frequency, they can change their shields to the red frequency. Yep. And um, if you if you're about to fire and they trigger their they like sort of activate their shields and it's the same color then it completely blocks the shot uh, and you can do the same thing to them um, the aliens don't change the color that they fire so um, if you have got one ship that like has a yellow frequency you can see it and you can change your shields to yellow and you never have to change it after that right um, if you've got two ships that's harder because it's like you might have one yellow one red yep. and then it's like alright which one am I going to block Sometimes you get lucky and you get like two ships that both fire red. And if you can kind of um, get it so that they're both firing at the same time, that's awesome because then you can block both shots at once. Yep. And uh, they might not be firing at the same time right at the beginning of the fight, but if you target the weapon systems of one ship, it disables their weapons for a little bit. And then when they come back online, you might like they might be firing more in unison. Yep. Um, so that's cool. Uh, a few different things you can do there. Some of them fire torpedoes instead of lasers. Um, and it's the same thing. So the worst is when you have like three of a different color and then you really have to sort of like juggle in between. You're like dodging as much as you, or sorry, um, deflecting as much as you can and um, trying to do as much damage as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think that's about it. It's not, too, not much more to it than that. Um, I spent about eight or nine hours in it. Um, that's what it took for me to win. Um, other than that, it's like a roguelike. You just you just play it once, and um, you know it's permadeath. So you, if you lose, you try again. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so early access. So they're they're going to keep on adding shit to it. There's no big fight at the end like there is an FTL. Yeah. There's no like monster ship to take down. You just get to the planet, and um, I would say I don't know. It kind of gets easier as it goes along. Sounds like your, yeah. Your crew goes up in skill. Um. I mean, yeah, if you stick around, no matter what, like a red red alert fight is, is a bit tough. Yeah. Um, and I found that I could like like yellow alert fights, I'd win without even taking any damage. Orange might take a little bit of damage, whatever, not a big deal. Red was a challenge. Yep. But it's like, yeah, you can definitely win the red fight, but it's about trading efficiently because you've still got all that shit left to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, cool game. Um, I enjoyed it. Definitely, you know, I don't know if I'll ever spend any more than that eight or nine hours, but yeah, uh, it was worth it for that. It might be it, like 
if they're still adding ships, then yeah. it might get more complex. Yeah, ships, they're adding Down ships, components, crew, right. away team missions, all that type of stuff right. they're still adding. Yeah, cool. Nice. Well, how much is it? I don't know. I want to say 15, but I could be wrong. Maybe right. 20. I don't know. But you bought it in the sale. Yeah, I got, got in sale. So I, I think, I don't know, I might have paid eight or nine. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool. It's $20 at the moment. 20 US. bucks. Okay. 20 bucks. Undertale is significantly cheaper. It's half it. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, what else we got? Mixed reviews. Uh, former Dice... Former Dice people made it. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the other game? Square Cells. Oh, uh, yeah. So this is just kind of like a... I bought this a couple of nights ago. It's a little cross between Sudoku and Minesweeper. Um, you just got like a grid and it um, it gives you clues as to where the bombs might be and which which squares you can clear. And it's very ambient, so it's kind of like a relaxing um, atmosphere. Um, but How do you yeah. spell it? Square cells. Like C-E-L-L-S? Yeah. Okay. I'm not finding it. <laughs> well, maybe I've got the name wrong. I'm pretty sure that's it. It's like new ones. I think RPS did something on it. Let's write Sudoku cross Minesweeper. Yeah. Hex Cells? Yeah, that was their first game. Okay. And then the new one's Square Cells. That sounds... Um, Hex Cells sounds harder. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually played that one. I don't know. Ah, it's one word. Yeah, one word, yeah. With a capital C in the middle, so. Well, <laughs> duh. PlayStation. Mm. Um, They're allowed to do that. They're Sony. <laughs> Never uh, heard of these Starcraft. guys. Starcraft. I got this on Steam. No, yeah. Warcraft. Warcraft is the capital C. Yeah. Starcraft isn't. That's really fucking annoying, by the way. Yeah. Uh, heroes, not hearts. Um What? Is that something they correct you on? No, um, yeah, oh yeah, totally. They they tried to pull me up on it. And they're like, you can't call it huts, and you, you're you're not allowed to call it a moba. Oh, I do it anyway. I'm Some like, get fuck fucked. Yeah. I call it huts, and it's a moba. And they you. correct me when I say maps instead of battlegrounds. Yeah, maps and battlegrounds. Fuck you off. have to say heroes, not champions or anything like that. You can't say uh, ultimates. They're heroic abilities. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, they want you to call it a, a hero brawler or a team brawler instead of MOBA. It's fucking bullshit. You know what anyway. I'm going to call it? No article. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call it nothing and write about something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, Square Cells. Um, play it. It's cool. Okay. It's like three bucks. Yeah. Um, PC or? I got it on PC. Yeah. They're like, you know, Minesweeper, you click on the mine when you, when you want to like flag it as a mine. Yep. So in this one, it's got... And then, yeah, Minesweeper, like, tells you how many mines are around it. Yep. Um, so, this one kind of does that um, in addition to Sudoku stuff. So, like, it might have a number on a mine that says, this mine is a part of a group that is five large. And um, there, it doesn't connect diagonally. It only connects up, down, left, right. And um, then on, like, on the columns and rows, it might say, okay, like, this column has three mines together. Okay. And that's all it's got in it. All right, go, Micah, this column has two together and then three together after that. So then you like sort of logically, yeah, piece together. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good though. It's good. 
Are they are they pre-constructed puzzles? Or? Yeah. There's like 40 of them or something. Right. Am I, not like randomly 30. generated, though. Nah, they're not. They might have... I mean, if I were to take a, a pretty daring guess, I would say they might have randomly generated a shitload of puzzles and then curated them. Um, yep. Because I know that's, that's a popular method nowadays, but who knows? Maybe they handcrafted each one. Yeah. Cool. Um... So last time you said you were playing StarCraft, are you yeah? Are you playing multiplayer now or something? Because you said you weren't going to play it last time. Yeah, no, I was playing multiplayer. Because you get um, smashed, you said. Yeah, that's right. I think last time I'd only played like a couple of matches or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I've been playing a bit more multiplayer. Um, Archon do- mode or just single? Just single. Yeah, yeah just one v ones. Cool. Um, doing some of the tournaments. And um, tournaments are funny because like they happen every few hours, so yeah, it doesn't feel like a tournament. It's like <laughs> um, there's nothing special to it. So the if I win fifth one, it's tournament like, yeah. of the day. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I am one of today's champions. Yeah, it's all right. I'm never going to win a fucking tournament. <laughs> I'm not good enough. Um, I used to be good at StarCraft, man. I remember. Yeah, now I'm so shit. I don't know what the new units do, like. I'm I'm better with the units that came out in this one, um, Legacy of the Void. But then, like, occasionally people pop up with, like, Heart of the Swarm units, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what does that do? Like, this dude rocked up to my base with lurkers, and I'm like, is that in the game? Like, what? <laughs> Stealth Zerg units? What? Um, yeah, so... Um, I'm shit... And but I have been winning a bit more. Um, I think I got up into like Silver League. <laughs> I got promoted into Silver League. Uh, God, I'm pathetic. Um, <laughs> anyway, Silver League's all about cheese. So like, yeah, it's just a bunch of cunts cheesing. And um, like you're whether you rise in Silver League and get out of it is going to be purely dictated on like whether you can deal with all the bullshit, fucking. Protoss cannon rushes and shit like that. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's it's a bit. I guess it's kind of good because it's like it's a bit of training for later on. Like you learn how to scout it and all that shit. But I don't have the time really. I'm yeah. gonna play other games, so patience. I'm not gonna learn how to defend against every single cheese. Yeah, um, that's pretty much all it is. At the moment I click multiplayer and it's just like, what cheese are we gonna do now? Um, but it's kind of like, you, you do notice more people. Um, because of this sort of thing like you start with 10 probes right away like people expand very quickly in this one yeah so you, you do kind of get into the game quicker which is good cool um, yeah nice good though still I'm having a very good time with it again it's like I think I said the same thing last time it's just really good to lose when it's my fault yeah as opposed to Heroes of the Storm yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, Bloodborne the hunters old hunter yeah old hunters. hunters so have you guys played this one no 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 um, i have to start over I've, that's good yeah honestly that's good because everyone you know same thing with dark souls like everyone's doing the dlc on ng plus difficulty yeah which was fine in dark souls but man and this one so i started um uh the dlc i, I had to you have to beat amelia Yep. So um, I hadn't beaten Gascon yet on my NG+. For some reason, first go. Like, 
first go ng plus gascon downed him nice uh amelia took me like three goes and then i'm into the dlc um this one it's got like apparently this is where the hunters go when they're drunk with blood they're like they go mad with the the blood right and so you come across all these hunters in them some of them are a bit normal but some of them have like these red glowy eyes Mm. and you can tell they're a little bit bigger and beefier so those are the ones that are like drunk off the blood and they're definitely a lot tougher uh they hurt um They've got a strength, you know how they, you had the whip in the first one. Mm-hmm. Now they've got a strength based whip. Oh. Because the other one was skill based. This mm-hmm. one's like bigger and chunkier and slower. Yeah. But yeah. it's got a similar nice arc. Cool. And the, the arc of the whip was always really good because it kind of like, it reached into the air a little bit. Yeah. And it was great for hitting, hitting the heads of some of those big beasty enemies like Amelia. It could hit her like little hand that was her weak point Mm -hmm. and there's a boss that i'm up to now where it's like it's hitting its big beastie head which is good cool um so yeah it's like a strength-based whip uh i've got something called a whirly gig saw which is like a circular saw oh is this the pizza cutter yeah yeah at the end of it it's fucking great gifts yeah i fucking love it it's so cool. I love it almost as much as I love the Kirk hammer. Because like when you're when you're winding up your swing, it winds up the saw as well, and it starts going like that. And if you do the R two and you charge it, it like it holds it in them, and they get stunned like five times in the space of one second. They just kind of stand there going oh like that, and uh, the whole the saw is just like like in them, and there's blood fucking everywhere. I love that thing. Awesome. Um, that's cool. strength based as well, which is good news for me. Yep. Uh, I haven't gotten the bow yet. Everyone's going on about the bow and how much damage it does. I can imagine that would be really good because, like, especially with those big enemies where it is all about hitting that weak point, mm-hmm. um, the bow can be really, it's just, just going to go there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, the, the layout of this whole, like, Hunter's Nightmare area that it's in, it's like they, they took pieces of the main game. And bits of level design from different areas, and they stuck them together. Right. Because it's like some weird kind of nightmare. Um, so it's like you've got a bit of the cathedral ward over here, and then you've got like a different section of the grand cathedral over here, and it's all stuck together in, in a way that it shouldn't be. Um, and then you got a few hard fights in the lead up um, of like, you know, old hunters that are drunk with blood. Um, combined with crows and dogs. All right. So all the little attacks are like getting yeah. in your way and shit. Yeah. Um, oh, there was one awesome bit where it's like, uh, I took some stairs down to this sort of ravine type area and there was stone walls on either side of the ravine. And like, I, I walked down to one side um, and the sort of ditch was below me and um, the sun was shining on the other wall opposite the ravine and then like as i walked along i could see this shadow sort of pop up um on the other wall and the shadow kind of looked around for a bit and then i looked down and then the shadow disappeared and then i looked to my left and a dude had jumped down from the wall to be like right next to me and then he started attacking me and i was like oh that's such a well-crafted moment like Mm -hmm. they knew exactly where the player was going to look and just see that little sort of silhouette thing play out and then be like oh shit that's it's cool. combat um so yeah good stuff like that um i'm up to the first boss in the dlc at the moment and wow it's hard yeah um 
I was doing, I've got the Kirk Hammer plus nine, um, doing very little damage to it. Um, I didn't get the Blood Rock on my first playthrough, so I didn't get plus 10. But, yeah. Um, yeah, just like, it took me ages to get it down to 50% health. And then when that finally happened, stage two triggered. And um, yeah, then I got it down to like 40% and then got owned so like that first little bit where i'm getting it from 100 to 50 percent it just takes so fucking long um that i've started summoning the npc um so we when i do that we get boss down to 50 percent quicker um and then the npc dies pretty much straight away in phase two so it's up to me but uh yeah the first boss I don't want to. I don't. I shouldn't name it. I shouldn't tell the name of it because it's a bit of a spoiler. Okay. Um, but it's a name in dark. Or sorry, uh, Bloodborne lore, and uh, it's a giant fucking beast thing, and it's tough. Hmm. Um, it's got cool. a lot of different attacks that require different solutions with different timings, and then in stage two, you just have to learn a whole new set of shit. Um, so I'm gonna do an NG run <laughs> i'm gonna be like fuck this ng plus stuff yeah yeah and just try and do it ng we were we were talking to emma and she said it took her about 13 hours to get past that first boss on ng plus yeah because she yeah. just went back and had to grind because yeah. it was just getting smashed so hard luckily right outside the boss there's this little corpse which is like banging against the wall trying to get out um and if you kill it you get five blood vials so that somewhat uh, lessens the amount of blood vials that you lose every time you try. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It's tough, man. Um, I played um, another on a friend's PlayStation, which was also NG Plus, but it was with the threaded cane, and I was doing a lot more damage mm-hmm. than I was with the Kirk Hammer. So it was noticeable, but I'll, I'll bet it'll be a lot more noticeable in NG. Cool. And they're totally fucking trolling you in the whole DLC. They're like, they're giving you upgrade items that are meant for the, like, the level at the game of, of the, the playthrough that you get into the DLC. So it's basically like after Amelia, that's the third boss. So like when you get into um, the DLC, they're like, oh, but it's only just after the third boss. So we're going to give you like these really early game upgrade items and like small amounts of blood vials and shit. And you're like, dude, fuck off. You yeah. know, everyone's NG plus, you know, you're making this really hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Assholes. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm I don't know if I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when I, maybe during the holidays, if I run out of stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to, I'm going to make time for it, but uh, I just need to. I mean, when I went, like the reason I'm positive I need to do it in New Game, not New Game Plus, is because when I went to like go beat Amelia, um, yeah, I immediately like the first fucking enemy I saw, I ran up to him and then I ate some antidote and got punched in the fucking face, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Right, I have forgotten <laughs> how to fucking play this game. Yeah, yeah. I need to take baby steps into this shit. Yeah. Uh, I should not be trying to do it on fucking NG Plus. And like, I mean, the way I ended my my NG game was so fucking poor. Anyway, yeah, I didn't get the blood rock thing, and mm. like, I 
didn't do those two other areas. Okay, like, it just seems that. like a huge fucking opportunity for me to go back and do a bunch of stuff that I missed out on last time anyway. So, yeah, yeah I'm uh, very that, Actually, that's probably smart because mm. if you do that and like, yeah, do Kanehurst and the other one, I forget. Um, and then you'll be leveled up a decent amount. Yep. And yeah, you'll get your weapon to a decent amount. Mm. And then even if you get up to like Nightmare of Mensis, you can kind of speed run to the blood rock yeah so if you wanted to do that mm-hmm. have they added more blood rocks into the game no not that i know of anyway stupid <laughs> and the gear you get is bad like you get these like you know new trousers and new gloves and all that and it's like i was looking at the stats i'm like i would never use this it's not it's not a high stat on any one thing that i would need for any fight yeah just- i heard they put a shield in the game there's a been proper a shield, shield since the beginning like an actual shooter you can use. A wooden yeah. shield, but yeah, you wouldn't... A like, wooden shield. You wouldn't... Yeah, no, but actually they put one in that you can use this time. You can use the wooden shield. You, you, you can't use it. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. All right. Cool. Should we move on? Let's move on. Yeah. What else have we got? Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm about 20 minutes into this game. Oh, okay, cool. Um, my brother told me that I really needed to play it. And my brother is a JRPG fanatic, like goofy for this shit. Um, and so generally when he says, I really need to play a game, uh, I will ignore him mm-hmm. because uh, I don't really want to play a JRPG. And I tell him these things all the time, but he has sworn black and blue that yes, this is a JRPG, but I liked Xenoblade, uh, the original which is true and uh and this one is actually like takes a lot of cues from western games it's not bogged down in japanese rpg horse shit that i hate so i'm like okay you're on i'll do it and so yeah i'm about half half an hour in um you can't fucking skip dialogue boo like, you can skip dialogue, but you have to skip the whole cutscene. You can't skip through a line. Right. So, I play with subtitles on, and I just have to sit there and watch. Yeah. Like, I've already... Yeah, I already know what you're going to say. Just fucking say it. And... Uh, oh, that's fucking shit. Oh, my God. I'm so grumpy at that sneeze. Uh, that's like a lady sucks. sneeze. That's, uh, that was fucking crap. <laughs> it wasn't even a sneeze. Like, it never... F- follow through anyway um you, when you start the game you you make your character and uh you pick a voice for your character uh-huh. and there's eight different voice choices and yet your character n- doesn't talk except in battles he just like uh-huh. uh, yeah i'm off balance he's your grunt but every time like the chick who's with you in the cutscenes talks to you she'll be like how are you feeling you're like dot 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 not even dot 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 just literally <laughs> stare and then and then she's like yeah you've you're probably still shocked from coming out of stasis sleep or something yeah and you'll just stare at her again and uh yeah you communicate through nods like why did i choose a voice then hmm. fuck not that i care that much <laughs> but it's pretty someone weird. should mod half-life to have a voice customization <laughs> <laughs> That's completely meaningless. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so that's it's odd. But um, the other thing about it, right? I've only played half an hour. I've had it all day. Uh, but I, I had spent like all day. First, I had to update my Wii U. Yeah. Um, then I had to update Xenoblade itself. Yeah. And then I had to download ten gigabytes worth of fucking. This this is a f- this is bananas by the way this is fucking bananas but apparently people were complaining about load times yeah. and so they give you the option to download ten gigabytes of files that they install onto your Wii U um, and if you install them the loading times are significantly reduced right uh, these are all files that apparently exist on the disk but you can't install off the disk. Oh, jeez. You have to download 10 gigabytes worth of shit. Uh, and better still, it's probably still installing those files now. I downloaded them while I was playing the game, while I was playing the half an hour game. And it didn't take that long to download. But it did take, it did say it was going to take 96 minutes to install. Yeah. And you can't do anything on your Wii U while it's installing these files. Weird. So. That's yeah. weird. It's a uh, long time. Do they have computers in Japan? <laughs> no. I don't they have robots. So. Yeah. I don't think so. They've never installed anything before, surely. Because that's not how this works. Via the internet, someone in Japan is manually dragging files from one folder into another. <laughs> On your Wii U. It's like, oh, what? He downloaded what? This is bullshit. You know what? I don't care. Okay? Yes. It is going to take 96 minutes. I'm not fucking doing it any quicker, okay? I'm not putting effort in. Fuck him. Yeah. 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 Chunk it up. 96 minutes. Let's see if... It might take longer. Fuck it. You know? What's mm. he going to do? It's not like he can cancel it. 96. is like, why not 95? I, I don't know. I don't know. Just round it. Um... So, yeah, after that, um, what else was there? Oh, yeah, at the very beginning, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but there is a, a thing that comes up and it oh, says yeah, I saw that, yeah. that, uh, that the game may turn itself off. The computer, uh, the Wii U might turn itself off, uh, but you can disable that as long as you press a button. What? What do you mean it'll turn itself off? So the Wii U by default hmm. uh, will shut itself off after four hours. I had to turn it off as a. Uh, like, regardless of whether or not you're playing or not. Why? I don't know. But you can disable- You've had enough game! Bam. Disable auto power down for Xenoblade Chronicles X? Question mark. When disabled, your Wii U will remain active for as long as the game is loaded, regardless of current system settings or controller uh, inactivity. That's probably just overriding the Wii U setting, like, Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but the question that it gives you enable or disable as the button? Yeah. So, am I enabling the disabling uh, or yeah. am I disabling the enabling? I That's funny. don't know. It's very confusing. So, uh, I picked disable. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's probably right. It's pretty weird. Uh, and that's about it. Some good translation by the localization team. Yep. They're fucking all over that. Um, it's their, their joke. I like that, like, of the parts that I've played, uh, you sort of start off and you fight some fucking bugs, and that's about it, and you're like, this, whatever. And then it sort of expands out into the main plane of of the game, and, uh, 
it's like fucking these massive epic monsters roaming around mm. and that's pretty cool it's a pretty cool fucking like reveal of all uh-huh. these giant monsters and then what's also cool is that monsters will only attack you if they've got an eye or a lightning bolt next to them uh-huh. and uh, if it's an eye then they um if they see you they'll attack mm. if it's a lightning bolt if they hear you they'll attack mm-hmm. and uh so you can actually walk right up to the some of the most of these giant monsters that are hundreds of levels above you without fearing for your life because mm. they won't attack you and you can tell right away that they won't attack you mm. um which is cool that sort of gives them like a i don't know pacifist herbivore type feeling yeah you'd have to deliberately go piss them off if you actually wanted to fight them brontosaurus yeah um yeah like jurassic park shit which is cool Mm. um but then i had to stop because uh i encountered my first bug of the game which is apparently a bug a lot of people encountered um there is an elevator you need to take up to get into the main town and uh the elevator button doesn't work and so you have to kill your game and restart it and then it should work apparently but when i kill my game and restarted um the install downloads so donezo um but yeah that's about it that's all i got i plugged in my wii u i didn't think i was gonna do it uh it was either I, i really wanted to play everyone says it's really good and yeah so uh yeah Liam was like yeah, the world's biggest it. troll on Job yeah maybe um <laughs> the other one I was gonna get was um Project Zero so love me some scary game hmm. Project Zero is still the scariest game I've ever played the original this is uh, obviously new but I, I wanted to see how the gamepad worked as the camera obscura but then I didn't buy it so fuck it mm-hmm. hmm. what's next let's talk about Siege Rainbow Six Siege. Siege. I love this game. I love the pieces. It's pretty good. Uh, up until like fucking four days ago, I was the highest scorer on Metacritic for this game. Oh. And that boggles my fucking mind. Really? Yeah. Because yours were, wasn't that high. Uh, like an 85 or something. 86, yeah. I think. And I was the highest score. Weird. Uh, yeah, people don't like it. Hmm. Uh, I think on console, uh, it's shouldn't you shouldn't play it on console basically yeah i played the beta on console yeah and i had like i could just tell that i needed to play it on pc there's just no fucking like the way the way you functionally fucking aim on Mm. a console aim and shoot doesn't work for a game like rainbow six at all not on any level like rainbow six vegas yes sure that's fine but a game like siege which is like primarily multiplayer and friendly fires always on and uh yeah you're trying to herd the cats that are the four other people in your team yeah if you're sweeping to fucking fire sweeping and pulling a trigger then yeah you're going mm-hmm. to catch fucking teammate fire all the fucking time mm-hmm. and you just don't need that so uh yeah if they reviewed on on console then i can see why i would be a higher like score but um, I specifically reviewed it on PC and Metacritic splits it up based on platform so hmm. I don't see what the fucking problem is but hmm, whatever yeah. I love it I love it to pieces except when I'm getting TK'd by Tickwads <laughs> Tickwad <laughs> I'm pretty shit yeah <laughs> but um, I was having a lot of fun with it on PC yeah. I got my uh, little Alienware laptop to run it which is like 
Cool, because it's well below the minimum specs. Yeah, does it look like fucking Rogue Spear? Does it look like fucking <laughs> no, old school? It looks, it looks all right. It's like it's turned all polygons. the way down to yeah, garbage. It looks, it looks fine. It looks, yeah? yeah, it looks good. Um, I didn't even go into the graphics. I don't even know what it's on. I didn't go into the graphics and lower anything. Mm. Um, but like, I think I figured it out with this laptop. It's the same with HOTS. Um, before I started it up, I just cranked the CPU fan like a motherfucker. And uh, I think I figured it out. It's one of these early i7s oh, yeah. that overclocks itself. Yep. So um, I just, you know, as long as the fan is going pretty hard, it's overclocking itself and it's running things it shouldn't run. Cool. But um, it doesn't regulate the fan well enough on its own. Right. I don't know why, but like if I leave it to its own devices, it's going to do shit. Mm. So if I, I manually get in there and just crank that sucker, mm. um, it's fine. Because I remember like when I got it, it was around the same time that Deus Ex Human Revolution came out. Wow. And it wouldn't run it. It was like getting all framey and stuttery and yeah. I couldn't play. It was unplayable. So it's probably just the fan. Yeah, probably. It's, it's doing Rainbow Six Siege now. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, like I could, if I wanted to just like, you know, play Rainbow Six for fun mm. as a hobby, I could do it. Like it, it doesn't run it like shit. It runs yeah. it fine. <laughs> yeah. So anyway um it's fun and uh i don't even have like one guy unlocked yet oh really yeah you know you can instantly unlock a dude really yeah do the tutorials so if you click on tutorials oh, and watch yeah. the videos you get 800 yeah and you don't actually have to watch the videos you just press escape and you'll get the fucking 800 renown anyway so okay yeah yeah i did like three three uh the tutorial things on not the scenarios yeah the like it says oh, the tutorials yeah watch the videos okay it's like a video. but you don't actually have to watch just, just press escape. okay cool I'll do that mm. uh, but if you've done three scenarios you should have enough yeah I don't even know how much I have and I've played some multiplayer as well like so I've gotten some renown from that I've won some matches if you finish the situations yeah by the time you do that you'll have enough to buy like six characters or something yeah, yeah you I get a lot out of easy you get shitloads okay cool um yeah, I've just been recruit or whatever, rookie or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still still fun just yeah. to recruit. Hey. Which is bad, but... You got you to gotta jump in and play with us. Mm. Um, <laughs> you need to experience it. Don't it's, expect me to be good. That's all right. We've I've, I've become accustomed to playing <laughs> with people who aren't good. Yeah. Um, like, I'll do a thing. Like, I'll, I'll be... You know, I'll do teamwork. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, you're already well, you're halfway there. Fucking <laughs> yeah. well above. If you tell me to look down this Luke hallway and, and fire at anything that moves, I'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, um, we were playing the other night, and uh, yes, my game froze up for a, a barely a second, <laughs> and uh, Nathan shot me in the face, and <laughs> I decided to quit. <laughs> and apparently, that makes me a big baby rage quitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A little bit. Because that's my fatal flaw, is I don't like being TK'd. That's the metagame. Yeah, that's weird. He's like, that oh, my game locked up. On me. And Nathan's like, bang, just shoots him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what the fuck happened? He's like, didn't your game lock up? <laughs> uh, it was pretty funny. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we played a, a bunch. We played a heap. Uh, I've played a, a lot with, um, yeah, like five stacks or that sort of thing. What? Like, yeah, we've been five stacking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, like, rotating over Comp the weekend. Stomping. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which has been good. Um, but I played a lot by myself as well. Yeah, you have. 
you're like level fucking 50 or some shit. Oh, uh, no. No. I, I'm in the 30s somewhere, 35 <laughs> still. <laughs> Joe, please. please, yeah. <laughs> 50s is pretty high. Um, but I've got everything lo- unlocked in terms of characters, and I'm uh, sort of going through each operator and then unlocking their guns. Yeah. yeah or adding all them. the attachments. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm cool. nearly done with that. Yeah. Um, Gotta love gun attachments. How good are gun attachments? Oh, so good. Um, some of them are just fucking necessities, though, man. Like, yeah. fucking, uh, what's his face? Glaz's sniper rifle without a uh, silencer. Right. It's just fucking stupid. Hmm. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't have the silencer on it. Because you can sit so far back and just murder people. Yeah. And they have no idea where it's coming from. Mm. Because, like, the boards on the windows, if you can work out exactly where someone is on mm. the other side of that window... Yeah. Like, if you can mark them with your little drone mm. uh, or just even line them up with your drone without marking them so they don't know that you can see them. Yeah. And then just pop a bullet through the fucking window into them, they have no idea. Mm. They'll, they'll just hit the deck. And you can watch. And then they'll... St- They'll crouch back up again. They'll check all the angles. Mm. They'll never work out there's a hole in the fucking window behind them. Mm. And then you pop them in the fucking back of the head again and down they go. They're done. Mm. And it's fucking amazing. Like, some of those things seem 100% essential. Like, not even a fucking question. Mm. Laser sights, until you can turn the fucking thing off, I don't think you should put on your cunt. I don't think... Yeah, I think laser sights are not good. It just... It it gives you a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you could turn it off... Uh, apparently they're adding that in uh it was an oversight um but yeah if you could turn it off fuck yeah but until you can fuck no holy <laughs> shit yeah the amount of times you're like yeah they're coming down the stairs there's a big fucking red dot on the wall yeah, so here they like, come yeah we, we were in we were doing one the other night i was like has anyone got a laser attachment on their gun like, <laughs> no all right they're coming around the fucking corner now yeah. i can see a laser on the wall just uh-huh. like there's a bit like that inspector is there? You remember the red laser bit? Uh, the, the play? No, right at the beginning. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. Don't remember. Stupid red laser. Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry. At the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Stupid movie. Um, yeah. Like, I'm really digging it. Like, I, I'm not I'm not playing maps and being like, oh, man, this map again. Yeah. Um, I get, like, I sarcastically say it when I have to go to fucking Hereford. Oh, I still fucking, that's an awesome map still. But uh, I do actually enjoy playing on it, yeah. It's when, it's when I have to play that map four times straight. Yeah. Uh, we were doing that in the beta a lot. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. where the fuck is the house level? Like, we haven't played that at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now it's like, all right, you play Hereford and then you play five other maps. And then next time you play Hereford, it's, it's now fresh again. It's, it's, it's fresh, but, now it's a different game mode. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's uh, disable the bomb or something like that. Yeah. yeah, which is good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm really I'm really enjoying the like diversity of the maps that are in there, and then trying to get to know like the best approach and where yeah. things are still. Although we did know we played some ranked, and uh, it's already it's, it's just not fun. Well, mm. when I played when I was playing by myself, it was all right. Yeah. Uh, well, I played with Drew, I think. Right. Uh, but the games I played were fine. It was the problem is I think. Oh yeah, I'll just say like I don't think the skill level for you guys is there yet because, 
like you guys weren't doing basic, not you specifically, yeah. but the people we had in there weren't doing basic stuff that you should be doing. Right. Yeah. We weren't shooting out cameras. We weren't yeah. putting up fucking walls properly. We weren't blocking the drones like we should have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were, we were slipping on a bunch of shit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we, were, we were taking the piss a little. Yeah. And um, I, like I was playing and I, I, you, I straight away, I could see all the problems we were having, but I'm not going to sit there and fucking rage at everybody, but. Um, you know, the, the cameras thing is a big deal. Like it's huge. Me having to say every single round, like take out the cameras, take out the cameras. And then everyone looking around and me being like, all right, I got to shoot all the cameras. And then I have to go mute every time we play because nobody else wants to pick mute. And I think he's probably the most necessary character. Like he's a top tier character that you need in that, that game. Cause he yeah. counters so many people. Yeah. Um, and then nobody wanting to play him and then <laughs> someone picking IQ and just me fucking rolling my eyes or yeah look there's like definitely some terrible character choices uh but i don't like that wasn't even the problem though the problem is that it encourages terrible behavior Mm -hmm. uh from both teams like it encourages the worst sort of gameplay the worst sort of camping the worst sort of and i understand that that's like functionally that's the game the game yeah but it's not fun it's unfun like it's not like it's it's not like counter-strike it right? is like counter-strike no it's not competitive like counter-strike it's not like competitive counter-strike because competitive counter-strike forces you to be across a huge area yeah as opposed to in rainbow six the maps are quite small even the bombs are quite close to one another like at most the bomb sites are close together yeah yes at most you have to shoot through what two walls a room yeah. right um yeah, like it absolutely encourages that sort the sort of behavior that I can get the parallels though. Like I can get the similarities because top level Counter Strike is a bit of an information war. Yeah, and it seems like that in in this. There's def no, there's definitely shitloads of similarities, right? But I think the because of the size of the maps and the the layout of the bomb sides, mm. the defending team needs to be able to either like if if you the people covering b on dust two mm. right drop uh then you need to get across there and yeah. suddenly like the emphasis like the, the problems for the defending team mounts and that is a different sort of challenge in and of itself that doesn't exist in rainbow six that i think is a problem because it's far too easy to lock down like basically it's just one bomb site Mm. That that is that's how ranked works is one bomb site every single time and you need to work out how to open up that bomb site but it's fucking way too easy to uh to lock uh lock it all the way down like you could just do what those guys were doing and go uh electric guy electric yep walls guy um mute uh who they have Capcan and two others, Smoke and Armor Guy, Rook. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just do that every single time. Put the fucking wire on the grounds. Um, yeah, lie down, make but tiny little be holes a way, and walls, right? and hate. Like if they put their all, all their eggs in one basket, there's got to be a way to punish them for it, right? Not easily. Can't like-, like. Yeah, you can definitely punish them. We we got we got to them once. Um, and there are points that they just can't lock all the way down. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, 
part of it was on us. Like, we weren't playing properly. Mm. We kept going a bit haphazardly about shit. But uh, at the end of the day, B, as a site, was never an option uh, on the play map. Uh, like, if... Because they get to choose where they go each time. It's not like in casual where it randomly assigns you somewhere right. to defend. Yeah. So, they, they just choose the, the bottom area, which immediately ru- rules out, like, basically guys as an option which is fine uh but they then lock down b perfectly and then a is yeah i don't know up for grabs ish it's not perfect and so you can get in there but it's tough Mm. it's tough to get into and it also means that every single round best of seven they just choose that same spot every single time and so you just okay cool we're gonna do this again mm. and I don't know it's just boring it just encourages boring behavior mm. as opposed to uh, clever innovative sort of you don't thinking. think there's any chance it'll get solved like uh, what like, like that that strategy like if someone was you know if good players using teamwork were to try and solve that and say we're gonna come up with a solution to that you don't think they'd be able to do it I'm sure. I'm sure good players could come to somewhere close to solving it. Mm. But if good players are on both teams, if both teams are of even skill level, right, right, then the advantage is far too much. A B side, anyway. Okay. Uh, I I believe that map is basically solved already, yeah, right. and that's my problem. Is okay. that like from the fucking beta? I was saying. Like, if it turns out that a specific spot on a map is the best place to go every single time, yeah. then this game is going to be fucking garbage for uh, for competitive. Yeah, yeah. Because it is going to be the same thing every single time. Yeah. You're just going to watch people, like, two teams of equal skill level who have analyzed the map and worked out the best options will pick the same fucking spot. And so, you will just watch people invade the basement of a base yeah. every single time. So that basically yeah, nullifies all the mind games of the information war, yeah. Exactly. So then it turns into just a shooting game. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if that's if the solution exists, then, yeah, you'd be crazy to not take the solution. Mm, yeah. Except for some sort of gambit, I guess, some sort of ruse. Mm. Like, operate under the assumption that they know you're you're using the solution and so you're able to think outside it but Mm. like that is about as innovative as it's going to get and as a spectator sport that's just going to be shithouse yeah yeah because that's i mean i I was um commentating on it at pax and there is some fun when the audience is kind of watching and it's like the audience knows something that some of the players don't know yep Uh, it's like watching poker or something like that yep um, there's a little bit of a thrill in that. So that's what it's got going for it. But yeah, if it nullifies that, then there's not, nothing for them. That's just like, I mean, it's very early to make that call, obviously. Mm. But that's how I feel about ranked at this point. Mm. I think they should they should randomize the fucking placement of yeah. the objective. That's a good idea. That's a shame because I was like, I mean, I was playing it and I was like feeling that there was a, thir- a certain threshold of skill where the game would get a lot better mm-hmm. um, because people would start doing the right things. And I don't even know what the right things are yet because yep. I haven't played much. But um, yeah, it's a, it sounds like when you get to another level of skill, everything becomes a bit shit. <laughs> Just a bit rote, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. But I don't know, Luke. You don't. I don't know. I, like I've I haven't had any problems other than the games that that particular session in ranked. Right. Uh, every other time I played ranked, it's been fine. So you, mm. they didn't pick the same spot over and over again. Uh, not really. I haven't I haven't found that to be an issue. Yeah. Um, the thing I really like is that the people that I've played with in ranked are playing the game. Yeah. They're communicating. Um, you know, I haven't had any dickheads that I've played against, mm-hmm. which has been pretty good. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I've had a decent time in there playing playing some ranked Siege. Um, you don't think the potential of a problem is there? Like, I mean, sure, you can go the same area every time, but you can also change things up and go somewhere else. Like, But why would you if you've already solved a spot? Well, what if you can solve both spots? What if there's a second spot you can jump into and then... Sure. But, I mean, surely it's easier to solve the one spot that... Well, like, I don't think that area that we're in is solved. There's plenty of... There's about... How would you get into B in the plane? You know, there's three entrances on the roof in that area. It's just that we didn't use it. We're all stuck in the same spot. How... Why were we stuck in the same spot? Because people were bunching up and going in at the same time or one at a time while just one dude was crouching. Like, there are... There's at least three breachable roof sections... Uh, not including the doors on each side. In B? Yeah. Because I know in A, there's two. Yeah, and then there's a side wall that you can get through unless they reinforce it. Yeah, they just reinforce it, of course. But then you just get past that. Use your uh, Thatcher, sorry, or... um, Use um, Thermites. Or Thermite, yeah. Well, thermite's the only option. Well, if they've done something to stop... Like, if they've put mute against the wall, then you can use it to disable the the mute. Yeah, okay. So Who, who is another huge person that nobody uses, which they should be, is a, another top-tier character. Thatcher. Yeah, the EMP. Oh, yeah. I took Thatcher every time. Yeah. Um, but if... But that's the thing, right? Like, if Thatcher... Like, as soon as Thatcher goes off, you know that they're coming f- through that fucking wall. That's, like, there goes the element of surprise... Yeah, but then you start breaching from multiple entrances and trying to cause. Except they've reinforced all the walls. This is what I'm saying. They've reinforced all the walls, so your only option is the roof. They can watch the roof, obviously, very easily. Uh, Can you just chuck grenades in? Yeah, that's basically your only option is to ping grenades in and hope they don't get a lucky headshot. But I mean, there's there's other there's stuff they've got to fix before it's truly competitive. Anyway, I mean the fucking the the. tick shit the tick rate shit there's no way that game is operating at 64 ticks well it's not they said it's 30 no no they say they separate for some reason they claimed that player movement is separate yeah um which they're gonna double there's I don't even think it's 30 I think they're being fucking generous someone did a uh a comparison on reddit yeah and found that it is running because they were all thought they all thought it was 15 yeah. Uh, so they ran Wireshark, which is a network utilization tool. Right. Um, I've used that before. Uh-huh. But yeah, and they were like, it's not 15, it's higher than that. It's more around. I thought it was about 20 ish. When honest. they did it, they found it. It reminded me of about 50. Terrible fucking <laughs> Battlefield yeah. 4 shit. Um, yeah, and then the, the camera placement was one which I thought would have been interesting, but they don't want to go in that direction, it looks like. I wanted to talk to you about this because I genuinely think that uh, 
I like I think it's a really interesting idea and I'd love to see it tried hmm. um, I'd love to see it trialed because uh, I, I would love to see how it impacts gameplay but I don't think it would be something that you would necessarily want to implement like 100% from the get go because I think you need to look into whether or not that gave uh, the defenders too big an advantage for while the attackers had to search around because you like you self said, like when people don't know where the fucking cameras are, yeah, uh, it's a pain in the ass having them all look around for the cameras. Could make it more obvious. Uh, you could, but Give then maybe I, I think I think but- it shouldn't have a red light uh, on it until someone is actually marking. Mm. Yeah, that's how it works. I thought it was as soon as someone occupies the camera. Uh, okay, maybe it is. I thought it was when they marked you; it went red. Maybe, um, but yeah. So if if the camera's in random places, then you'd have to memorize the potential places. Yeah, it just gives it more a little variety, variety rather yeah. than just me starting the game and shooting the two cameras out that I can see yeah. off the bat. Because immediately, like at a certain skill point or a certain amount of, that you've played it, those cameras become irrelevant. But what? Like, do drones really bring that much to yeah, the table? Yeah, they bring huge information. How? If, by, if Mute is doing their job right, or Shocker person is doing their yeah. job right, then how is the drone bringing anything? I've Plenty of times I've had awesome drone placements and that have ended up winning, winning the game for us because I've had a drone in there the No, no, definitely, definitely. Or something like that. Uh, true, definitely true. But what I'm saying is, like... If we're talking about the skill level mm-hmm. where people are taking out cameras instantly and they're being completely worthless, mm-hmm. then what's why wouldn't the skill level go the other the other way and immediately nullify any drone use? Because the well, the drones, the maps, some of them are fucking huge. Like uh, Canal with... If you go in one building, you're pretty much guaranteed to be stuck in that building because you've got to search three floors or four yeah. floors uh, and you maybe only got one mother per- one other person in there with you yeah uh, yeah and that's a huge amount of information you save yourself so much time if you can find where they are um, rather than just fucking you know jumping in or not but that, where that anything is finding out where they are yeah that just puts you on an even playing field because they know where you are right yeah. that's not that's not like but beyond that the drones don't bring anything if the if the defenders are playing correctly, mm-hmm. if they are nullifying the drones, then they are just as useful. The drones are just as useful as cameras that get shot out instantly. Because you can, I mean, if a camera gets shot out, at least you know where they are. Yeah, but the person behind the, the drone also has control. Yeah, they don't, they don't. They don't have to go and place them in. You know, looking for the person that's or where they are. They can place them in strategical locations to, to scout things out like i don't always when i play a game i'm usually one of the first people that just fucking leaves that area because the majority of the time um the way i think it should be played is you start from the outside and then work your way back rather than what i see a lot of well, when we were playing what was happening was we were setting up in the room and then that was it that's all that was set up i think it should be the other way you go out and you start barricading doors and then work your way back if you need to. Because what eventually happens is the people that need to go out and do things like your 
uh, Capcan or Mute, they can't get back to the room because it's all fucking boarded up now. Um, the boards come down. And then you've got... Yeah, but that takes time. Uh, and then, or, or, or sometimes I'll put a bulletproof wall up and you're fucked. You can't no, get through we it. We don't do that when we're talking. Yeah. That doesn't happen. So, you- in, like, we're talk- I'm, talk- I'm talking specifically at a skill level mm-hmm. that's high enough that cameras are shot out instantly but you to still the have point control where random drones. cameras are required. Yeah. Right? I, well, I don't think they should be completely random. Like, just a pool of random places they could be in. Totally. Like, that's the only way it would fucking work. It still gives you some sort of information, though. Like, where they're coming from or anything like that. Whereas the, the defenders, as soon as you start seeing a location that's being locked down or somebody that's roaming, it's that's useful information for you. Yeah, it can be a little bit telling just the placement of the cameras, like, where the defenders might be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just wondering mm. if random placement actually adds enough. Right, random camera placement actually adds anything that is worth the disadvantage it will put the attackers at while they have to search for a fucking camera. Well, they. The idea is that it's a tactical game. Yeah. That you have to watch your corners. Yeah. Uh, and by having an element of the cameras being in the same spot every time, that's not. That just becomes a routine of. I know it's, it's when I start the map, I've got to shoot game. that out. Yeah. But Whereas if they're in random locations, you know that they could be here or there. You've got to watch out for them and keep keep an eye out. You could do it for a specific map, like one map where maybe the defender's position is not as strong. So like like you say, where if you, you wouldn't implement it 100% across the board, like one idea could be to just try it out on one map where it's like, okay. Or maybe they, maybe they look at the metrics and say, okay, defenders lose... Um, 55% of the time on this map so maybe this would be the map we try it out on yeah or they change the positions but I'm not saying that every time you play around the cameras change what I think should happen is every game the cameras will choose like a random random location from a pool and both teams have the same spots okay so it's not like every round they're fucking moving all over the place because that adds too much like nah I reckon I reckon if anything both teams shouldn't have. Both teams should definitely have different spots. No, I think because sh- the be team th- that defends first has a significant advantage. I can tell where camera. I've I've learned where every camera is okay. based on looking through. Yeah, all right. Well, I, okay. So each team gets a random location, yeah. but then you come into you can come into complaints about well, their camera location was oh, more better. OP, yeah, or better positions or something like so that. You like just I don't have to find tactically. Yeah, get good. Yeah. <laughs> Tactically even fucking... Hard I mean, it's a, like my entire questioning, line of questioning is purely from a balanced perspective anyway. So, like... I just think they don't add anything at the moment at a higher tier of gameplay. I Yeah, and I'm just saying... They I just wonder, waste a bullet in, as far as I can see. That's all they do. Well, like, but I mean, it, it still adds what you say random cameras would add. When you see a camera get shot out, you know they're coming at least in that direction. If you see which of the outside cameras gets shot first, then you know where they started. Yeah, if people know their locations. Yeah. If they know their map. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm a huge fan. Uh, Definitely a big fan. Uh, I'd like to play more. I'd like to play our five on fives uh, in custom games. I'd like to do that a bit more. 
because that's that lends itself to our special brand of fuckwittery a bit more than uh, playing in live matches against real people and being dickwads. Although the Luke is the biggest dickwad, uh, <laughs> and he is spectacular at it. Uh, you have to see him play fucking. Who's the fucking? drone chick twitch fucking hell ludicrous like she gets a fucking drone that zaps people for mm. 15 damage mm. and he has killed <laughs> he has killed like a dozen people with this fucking drone yeah you shouldn't kill anyone with this drone it yeah. is fucking uh, hilariously useless every time i get zapped i'm like oh I fucking bang done that's it over because the cooldown on it is long enough that you can easily turn around and fucking shoot the thing mm. right but instead he's like literally killing people from nothing like they are full health we haven't even gotten into the fucking building yet <laughs> and he's like yep one's dead and you're like what the fuck is going on here nice hilarious yeah. and like it's humiliation in the extreme it's worse than worse than getting fucking shield bashed to death it is yeah. just fucking grotty as hell and hilarious but yeah like that is basically how we operate in this game we're not even close to as serious as as we would need to be um but it's good fun it's so much fun so i'd love Mm. to see that if we could get like a custom game of 5v5 so we've done custom games of what 3v3 3v3 yeah yeah because we had six or seven people playing yeah 4v3 Oh, yeah, we were playing four v three, and that's good fun. But yeah, a full five v five gonna be fun. I'll play. Um, yeah, good. cool. We're all in TS and like trash talking and shit. So we all jump into the same channel at the end of the round and give each yeah. other shit and talk about what went wrong and stuff. So that's good fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and there's interesting tactics coming out of it now as well with like people shooting out parts of the wall and like crouching and using that as like a lookout and uh for certain maps and yeah it's super interesting seeing what people have kind of come up with i like how i like when we do it properly uh our tactic on consulate consulate with the bombs how we make a hole in the wall to run from a to b yeah i think that's a really cool fucking little technique that we've put together uh only works when we actually board up the fucking doors though uh i died one time running to b to support from a and uh i think arthur had forgotten to board up the fucking door he was supposed to board up and uh i walked straight into fucking the line of fire like i've got this i've got this run and i'm like why is that door open why are the three got i'm dead cool well this one's over again um but yeah it does sort of rely on on people doing their fucking job but uh what are you gonna do yeah i love uh i pretty much exclusively play smoke smoke's really good on defense she is spectacular like you're pretty good at killing us (laughs) you cough once you big baby (laughs) holy shit but it is like it's pure area denial like people won't walk into it you lose a lot of health trying to go through an entire you can't stand in it for too long no um like one tick is about 17 damage i think something like that yeah it's not it's not 13 shouldn't kill people um because you you should be able to walk out of it um in some ways yeah a death to smoke if you're not already down on the ground dying is more humiliating than fucking twitch drone uh although that is it's just spectacularly dirty um 
because it just means you failed to work out how to walk out of a green gas mm. in time. Uh, but, like, the fact that you can follow it up with a fucking nitro cell is just glorious because it just means that once that first puff of, of smoke goes off, there's no there's no way you're coming through that area. There's no yeah. way you're getting through it. And plus, you've got two more. Exactly. Like, you've you got two just more and, for another. and a fucking C4. So, you know you know what's coming. And, uh, yeah, they just fucking get shrecked. And her shotgun is hectic. It's awesome. She doesn't have a lot of armor, though, which is rough. But, yeah. Yeah, I like uh, going outside as well. I don't. And just looping around and fucking... Uh, we had some good matches where I would just go outside and sneak up behind people and blast like three of them in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that one time. Yeah. There was, I got a video of one where uh, we were holding down in the house in the parents' bedroom. Yep. And you were set up on the right hand side near the bathroom. Oh, yeah. With your uh, dispose. What, that shield? Oh, yeah, the deployable shield. The deployable shield. Yeah, and then they've started, like, blasting through um, the side door. Yep. I've just picked up C4, the nitro cell, thrown it into the the bathroom and just lit it up, killed two people. And then then, uh, the other guys were getting shot on the other side. So I've jumped the shield, uh, got out on the balcony, ran outside, and looped around the outside of the house, like, (laughs) on the roof, and then come up behind them and just started shooting them. Uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, you you hear awesome. Nathan lose his shit on that one. I um, thought it was hilarious. My only, my only good one like that is uh, on consulate when uh, we, I left the group really early on mm. and just went and hid near one of the entrances. Yeah, and murdered some dude in the back when he walked past. No idea. I was like literally just standing there. I was actually on the cameras, yeah. and I only saw him walk into the room. I'm already in while I'm on the camera. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> get off the camera. I'm like, he doesn't know I'm here. <laughs> walk up behind him, shotgun to the back, run outside, run behind him, shotgun, shotgun. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> like going outside. I don't know the threshold for when you become marked that'd be pretty good though it's like five when, seconds if or you, oh is it yeah five seconds I remember I'd, if you like you could work out exactly what runs that you could get away with yeah yeah, you yeah could, that'd be really good that'd be good yep yeah, I like had one you can make that run outside from the, the the bedroom to the sorry from like the the spare room to the bathroom easy the um or you could use it maybe use it tactically to fuck with like as a distraction technique because as soon as True. the big someone is outside thing comes up uh people tend to like look around and so if they saw them get marked on the on the screen and all turn to find out where that was if you timed it right if you were like five seconds yeah. they get marked they turn around to see it and then you pop out and fucking blast them yeah that might be a worthwhile True that we we tried that a couple times or I wanted to do it nobody followed up right man um, but I played a game the other night where the other team all fucking five of them were outside at the start of the round and they just nailed us they got us so good yeah um, nice little rush actually sorry two of them stayed in the building but they had popped out windows and they locked it fucking down so good yeah uh, we, we were just like alright we tried to do it got smashed yeah yeah I <laughs> think was, I remember that one I like that funny. idea that was rough. I had one where um, I uh, had the riot shield, and someone threw a grenade at me, 
and uh, it didn't really hurt me, but it blew up the floor that I was standing on. And uh, so I fell through to the next floor down. And then I went back around and came up the stairs that they were coming up and I killed two of them. Yeah. Is that in consulate? I don't know what the map was. Uh, it's like a big building, three levels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's consulate. I've done that as well. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. It's great. Because oh we were in God. a bit of a shootout at first. Like, I think we had like two riot shields. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That was good. I've done it on defense, though. They're trying to come into the room, and uh, they've blasted uh, a hole underneath. I'd fallen down, and I'm just like, fucking straight up the stairs. Yeah. Hello, sailors. Uh, good times. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. I really it dig it. Yeah. The, uh, the patch should be out next week, apparently. Yeah, so that'll... Is that the one that's going to fix the fix uh, tick rate, or is it the next one after that that's going to fix uh, the tick rate? I'm not sure. Because, yeah, the 30 movement thing is stupid um, and they need to fix it but uh, it is going to fix a bunch of stuff I can't remember off the top of my head but uh, yeah should be good I'm looking forward to it Uh, got the season pass now so that's cool nice and yeah that's about it what else we got I'm keen to see what other um, like there's a lot of operators in there and they're adding a shitload more yeah well, I mean, yeah. I mean, some of them definitely seem useless already, though. Yeah, like IQ, operators. I just don't... Yeah, I, I, could I was never. reading today that she can spot people that are on cameras Oh, as well. So, if you're using a camera, if you get your phone out or whatever that device is, you can see people that are on cameras. Right. Um, Still. But otherwise, like, yeah. Just like the heartbeat sensor guy, I don't think he's very useful. Doesn't really bring... Yeah, you know. no. He's, well, he's not... He's just low enough tier to be not worth bringing. Like, yeah. you can only pick from five people. Stop bringing the guy who... Oh, yeah, they're just outside the window. Yeah, we fucking know what that. What we got to do about that? Us. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> There's not much we can do. Yeah. You, like, <laughs> you can't hold a gun up at the same time. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that should be cool. Like... um yeah, I just I just want to know what they're going to put in there. It's going to be interesting. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to see if it's going to be like boring shit or if they've got something awesome yeah. that'll bring the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll talk a lot about it Yeah. next couple of weeks because I'm pretty sure I'll be playing a fuckload of it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. All right, what else have we got? Uh, which was the last one? XCOM. XCOM 2. 2. Two. What about hots? What? What about hots? <laughs> what about hots, Jung? No, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah, hots. you're close to Dota 2-ing this shit. I know. <laughs> oh, there's a new Dota 2 update oh, coming nobody out. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody alive or dead cares. I bought Johanna. And she's invincible. She has a shield. She's invincible. <laughs> she doesn't die. There's no reason you should ever die. It's great. Yeah. Um... um they had a 50% on it off everything sale, so. Bought Johanna and the Orc. Um, did you see the the recruiter friend shit? You get a free for once. Yeah, I actually cool. think um, they're feeling a bit of a leaking of players. Like, uh-huh. I think they're shedding players. Because mm. the uh, ranked experience is so shit. Oh, yeah. Um, no, no, we just said we're not talking about hots. Stop trying to talk about hots. All right. <laughs> no, we're not. We're talking about their I got you experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. But no, I think they're. That's what that's coming from. Like, I think, I think they're losing players. Fair enough. The experience that they need to get some back. Oh. 
Um, unless they fix the rank, then it's not really going to fix shit, is it? Apparently, I mean, f- some fixes to ranked and matchmaking have been in the works for a little bit of time, and they're coming up, but, you know... They need, like, they need it badly. All right, let's talk about XCOM. So, oh, just quickly, back to um, Rainbow Six. Yep. Uh, I think they're going to be removing the spotting on ranked as well. Oh, good. That was so a you have been spotted. Yeah. Yeah, they should I fucking get rid of that. That's fucking goofy. Yeah, that's a dumb thing. Yeah. That that may f- help in some camera situations, but not not no, much. Not, not heaps. Um, and... Yeah, there was something else that we're going to f- change. I don't know. But I can't remember. All right. Anyway. If you think of it, let me know. Until now, XCOM 2. So, tell me, guys. Don't fucking stop on me. Why did you stop? Oh, great. Do you unplug this thing? What have you done? Yeah. What has happened? We are experiencing technical difficulties. Why is this fucked up? What was that? 212. What have you done, man? What have you done, man? Really? Quite you. Notable right. sensitivity. Keep on it! Got it, move it. Copy that. On the move. King four. Location confirmed. <laughs> Is he in New Zealand? Confirmed. Though? That last one. Confirmed. These motherfuckers are New Zealandish. Yeah. So in XCOM two, XCOM two, you can have uh, Australian English or Australian English two as your voice option. Yeah. So you can find it's finally global. There's also fucking fifty fucking French options and a bunch of pommy ones, but. Two Aussie ones, that's fine. Uh, the Australians, though, they don't sound particularly Australian. Yeah, that sounds like New Zealand or South Africa or something. Wait for English 2, Australian 2, rather. Good to go. Alright, here we go. Affirmative. No need to ask twice. That dude is Kiwi's fuck. Roger that. <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> go, go, yeah. go. Location confirmed. Chups, chups, chups. Got it. Move. <laughs> well done. Shut, shut, shut. Oh, fuck. We're under attack. <laughs> Hopefully that, that came out in the in the podcast. Hopefully you could hear it. Um, or it's got to be 20 seconds of just silence. Yeah, yeah. Aliens are just... Just us laughing at nothing. Uh, but, uh, yeah. it's uh, That's Kiwi, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy here. There was one or two in there that I thought were Aussie, but... Sort of. Yeah, yeah. kind of Aussie. The lady voices definitely Aussie uh, okay. but yeah the men nope definitely Kiwis um, but yeah do they just got someone on the team to do it like you're close enough yeah you yeah. fucking you went to Australia didn't you yeah you know how they sound <laughs> no I I didn't go to Australia but I did watch Crocodile Dundee mm. and I did watch um, Lord of the Rings so I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know how Australians sound yeah uh, yeah go with Lord of the Rings that was bigger <laughs> um, yeah so uh, XCOM 2 I like it I really like it yeah I really like it um, I'm shit <laughs> did you finish the black site mission no I did like a 30-40 minute interview with the guy yep so um, oh, who was here the, uh, art, the director. art director Greg so, ah, um, I've, been, I've 
I've met him before. Hi. I had cool. to make sure I got that because I was there for the mag. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I did the recon mission first and sucked at that. Yeah. Before I got into the black site mission and sucked at that, uh, but didn't have time to complete the black site mission. Yep. Um, but looked really cool though. According to the PR, only two people managed to finish it, and I was one of them. Oh uh, yeah, the guy next to me was the other one. Uh, YouTuber. I don't. I don't know who he was. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he had like some kind of really epic game where like he barely got each of his soldiers out with like one health, and he carried dudes out and uh, like barely completed the mission objective and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, this is gonna make such a great video." Um. So yeah, it sounded really epic. Yeah. Um. um I think he jumped straight into it. He didn't do the recon when he just jumped straight into that. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put up my own because I recorded my playthrough. Mm. Um, but I will spoiler alert this shit already. Um, so it should be up on Friday. Uh, you'll be able to watch it. But uh, I'm gonna spoil that. Uh, I made it. I finished it with one guy. Yeah. Everyone else dead on the ground behind me. Nice. Uh, it wasn't on purpose. I'm very bad at the game, and I make a lot of. Like it's it's one of those one of, one of the things I really love about XCOM is that um is the way pressure affects how you play mm. and uh, how pressure affects your decision making uh, abilities and it's easy like one of the, the great things about XCOM is that experience it's one of those rare games well not it's one of those rare single player games where um the more experience you have the more competent you become at making the correct decision in pressure situations yeah. that doesn't happen a lot outside of multiplayer for me yeah um so i as as things got hairier and hairier in this black site mission uh i kept making more and more silly mistakes just like dumb errors or you know shit i should have i i'd done correctly the entire time then suddenly i'm, I'm fucking up or i'm like yeah taking too many steps like Basically, one of the, the the very simple things you can do to be better at XCOM is yeah. make sure everyone, like you've got two action phases yeah, yeah. for everyone. If you take your first action phase on everyone first, uh, instead of taking yeah. both action phases on one person, then and you can react, across, then to, you the can react to shit. Because uh, they ambush you in the fog of war. Yeah, and it's it's rough. Yeah. But yeah, no, they've got like, they've got cool shit like concealment, which means uh, you've got your own sort of fog of war this time yeah um which makes and it a little you bit- could actually do that in the last XCOM. could you like the this the whole uh breaking concealment overwatch thing yeah you could actually do it in the first one um i because i was like the little bit that i played at this play session got me addicted again yeah so i went home and i downloaded XCOM again yeah and i played a full game and um, I used the ghost armor for my snipers. And you can basically do this. And the camera is actually not that different. The way the camera operates in the, the last XCOM. Because, um, in fact, you don't even need the ghost armor. So, like, in very rare situations, you can kind of see the enemy and target the enemy without them seeing you. And um, But with the ghost armor, it just makes it easier because you get one turn of invisibility. So you go right forward, get in a really good spot. And then if you want, you can put them in Overwatch or, you know, just 
just do a normal snipe next turn. So like, yeah. And then if you do that and you have like, you know, two or three people on Overwatch and then you, one triggers the fight, then yeah, it's not actually that different. Like the camera more sort of jerks around a bit more, but it does go from person to person cinematically. Whereas this one kind of like does one long pan across yep. every person. It's like one scene in a movie where everyone's firing at the one person um, as they scramble for cover. But they do it intelligently. So it's like they might be firing on two like if there's two people they fire on the two people they want overkill on the one uh-huh. yep. person which is good yeah so yeah it's really good every like pretty much every mission it seems like you start in concealment get everyone position then you break concealment strategically mm-hmm. the enemy can't see you um unless you step on one of their sort of alert tiles so you don't do that yep um get everyone in position one person fires the opening shot and then as they scramble for cover everyone fucking lights them up and the camera just pans across the whole thing, uh, making it really cinematic. And instead of like, if you want, you can have your sniper, elevated sniper, take like the one money shot to yeah. start it all off. Or what I was trying to do is take control of an enemy turret to start everything off. Didn't work. Um, um, you didn't take control or? Did not take control. It uh, It doesn't matter. It doesn't break your concealment anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, because I mind-controlled two no, snake it, it dudes. it did for me. Really? Yeah, it did. It, this was in the Black Sight mission. Yeah. I tried to take control of a turret, failed, and it concealed me. Or, sorry, it broke concealment. No, 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 no. If you take over the turret, if you take over something yeah. and attack, okay. and that doesn't break your concealment. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I never succeeded the hack, so. Yeah, yeah, I took over, I hacked something else, and it... Did you do the security tower? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a pure gamble. Yeah. It's like, for those feeling lucky, it's like, do you want to, well, either those feeling lucky or the save as file crowd. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do you do you want to just like have a little 40% chance of having a buff for the rest of the mission? Yep. Go for it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I, uh, yeah, I rolled rolled well. Yeah. And um, yeah, fucking, it was, it was good, man. Um took over two snake dudes and they're fucking hectic uh this was not in the black side this was in the prime mission yeah but um i yeah. didn't know you could mind control yeah it was rough i did not very cool um but I yeah am- so it's just you could spend fucking like i spent an hour on the black side mission it took me an hour to finish oh, yeah. i was playing slowly um, yeah. But you have to go easy on yourself because you're not sure what the enemies can do yet. Yeah, yeah. Like definitely. I went back and played the first XCOM. I did Iron Man mode. Yeah. And I just completed the whole game. And um it's not that hard. It's just, you know, it's normal. I did normal difficulty. So um yeah, it's just I knew what all the enemies could do, so you know, it was just good fun and I I kicked its ass. But with this one, yeah, man, those snakes, like I didn't know they could like pull you like the the tongue guy from freaking uh x-men no well yeah but um what's the valve zombie game left for dead oh yeah the tongue guy from that can just like pull you yep um and then like at the end of the recon mission um like i'd basically beat the mission and then these two enemies showed up one was just a snake and one was like the enemy melee guy with the electric sword i failed a few rolls against the electric sword guy he got all up in my my shit just disrupted my whole squad and i was about to lose and um that's when the guy came over and was like do you want to do the interview now And i'm like yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah man fuck yeah it's it's a bit rough um 
I wonder. So it's going to be interesting. They've got a lot of RNG in this one, like a lot yeah. more RNG. It seems like like with the security tower, you can just decide to completely ignore that. You can be like, I don't want to have that gamble. I'm just going to play normally. Yep. Um, the hacks, there are safe options which I like because uh, normally I'm like I'm I'm pretty fundamentalist about my opposition to RNG, um, but I didn't I didn't hate this one. Yeah, like. I went for the safe file. Like, I, I tried to do a hack, proper hack on the turret. Failed. So, I did a safe one. That worked. Shut the turret down for three turns. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. Um, yeah. We're, like, but we're talking, like... The RNG in this, like... RNG is a part of XCOM, right? Like, yeah. it, it just is. Um, but it's always, like, risk management shit. So, you yeah. are always managing risk. And... Uh, dealing with consequences of failure um but the rng in this one goes fucking deep like there's loot rng oh so the is there yeah the enemies can drop loot now yeah that's right because somewhere and somewhere and then you gotta get into the field to get it you gotta go grab the loot or you don't get out with it um you've got the rng the level design itself so every single encounter is rng now um, it's I like really like that layout. It's fucking really awesome. Like it's that. really good. Um, my, the first time I attempted the black site, I had the best possible start. Yeah, and I fucked it all up for myself. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like it's it's a really cool like the amount of enemies that show up is RNG. Um, the layout of the level is RNG. It's all obviously procedural. It's designed. Arguably, so- though, the loot in the last one was a little RNG because the arc thrower itself. Like to get the best way of getting loot is the arc thrower. Mm-hmm. And usually that's like a 50-50 until you get the upgrade. Mm-hmm. And then when you get like right next to the person, get them down to one health, then it becomes like 90% hit. But arguably that's kind of similar RNG. I just, I wonder if uh, it's going like, it's going to turn, it's going to give some players a significant advantage early on. Mm. And because it plays into the rest of the, the strategic game has RNG now. Because you've all, you've also got your random like yeah. uh, alerts, the the meta game that's happening yeah on top of everything. So the basic like idea of of XCOM two is that the aliens won in XCOM one. Yeah. So your save games aren't shit, and Which it's is an alternate fair. universe. Because I think if we're all being honest, we lost before we won. Most people lost yes <laughs> before they won, um, but um. So, the aliens won, and now you're trying to take back Earth, basically. And yeah. uh, while you're doing this in your new mobile base, a helicarrier called the Avenger, and I'm sure it's legally distinct from any Disney yeah. properties. Uh, but, uh, yeah, while you're trying to do this, um, the aliens are trying to wipe you out, like, wipe you off the, the planet. And, yeah. um, so, it's a bit like a board game where they're playing against you yeah and you both have your hidden cards and your hidden missions and shit and uh so you'll find out what they are but yeah the cards are played at random and so you might have a run through the game where the overarching stuff that the aliens play against you is significantly harder than what i get yeah and that is another layer of rng there's so much so many layers of rng that I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they balance yeah. all of it. I don't. I can't really. I didn't ask the guy too much about the metagame. Yeah. 
Um, so I don't know how controlled that is in terms of the RNG. I know the procedural generation for the levels is very intelligently controlled. Yeah. I asked a lot about that. Yeah. Um, the, all the, the space between cover is very, um, intelligently done and you can, they, they can tweak that. Like modders are going to have full access to that if they want to change the rules and say like, no, no, you can have this much space in between this and that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think like, like the guy made the assertion in the interview that you can't tell the difference between these and handcrafted levels. And I have to completely agree. Yeah. Like from what I played, I was like, yeah, no, you, you're completely right there. That's not bullshit. Um, so I'm not worried about that RNG. Nope. Yeah. I don't know too much about the metagame. Mm. Um, as for each individual shot, um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to get the, the shit end of it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I certainly did when I played like, you know, as that sword guy charged into my squad, I had everyone firing at him mm. and he just wrecked me after he got in. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it, it is inevitable that you will eventually, yeah, fuck up some rolls. That, that is just, that's what happens with dice roll games. Um, yeah. I just, I just wonder how, if they're going to be able to balance it entirely. Yeah. It's just going to be very interesting. I think, like, I fucking love the game and I'm definitely going to play the shit out. I'll probably play it more than XCOM, the original XCOM. I think so. the procedural generational levels means. Oh, yeah. It's. And the modability, like, there's this, like, it was already going to be something that took over your life and so much longevity mm. and they like they have these basic design improvements like um the additions like being able to carry and stuff like that mm. um and these little tweaks that i love like when you're tabbing through the enemies that you're going to attack like they actually peek out at you so you can kind of see them behind the cover a little bit better and stuff um so they could have just rested on that mm. and just like oh yeah we've made these minor updates and it's XCOM and you're all going to love it um, but now nah, they go like fucking procedurally generated levels they go like uh, modders going to have access to 50 gigs of content right off the bat and yep. have you know complete access to all the level design stuff you can make new assets and it'll propagate it instantly in the game um, fucking what was the other thing I loved because um, those those things both kind of take it away from being just something that you can recreate on a tabletop oh yeah the new camera with the overwatch thing yeah the new cinematography stuff so like all those kind of take it away because i was um traveling with someone to check it out and i was like trying to describe the game to a non-gamer i was like yeah it's kind of like a tabletop game with people shooting at each other and it's like you roll the die every time um you know to see if you hit and um i was like yeah you know they're probably not going to do too much different this time around um yeah <laughs> the whole thing could be recreated on a tabletop and then they kind of proved me wrong with all that so like those features are all taking it away from that and um are big big additions like the the addition of modability is like you know anything you don't like yeah could be fixed yeah so easily mm-hmm. so i'm super excited for it i've yeah. got a big big bonus like i was already pretty certain it was going to be good mm-hmm. but from what i saw i was like yeah um get hype it's like it, it also still retains all that shit you love from the original XCOM, but it's just there's so much more and that's really really cool mm. um yeah i'll just put i'm just gonna put up my fucking 50 minute video 10 yeah. it's gonna be it's a good way it's gonna take me an hour and a half to fucking render and it'll yeah. upload in about 10 minutes <laughs> the new enemies look cool that new faceless enemy looks really cool faceless enemy yeah the one that's like they only showed him briefly in the the content 
thing that they showed you before you played. Um, it's like, it looks like a melted face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got the guy to talk about it a little bit. He said it's like a combination of Creature from the Black Lagoon, Swamp Thing, and the Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth. Um, but he like, it can be any normal human. And then when it decides to uncork itself, it just becomes this giant monster. Um, it's bananas. That's really Can't cool. wait to see that. They've got like fucking dudes that look like the engineer from Prometheus. Um, they've got dudes that look like fucking the danger Will Robinson robot. Yeah. Um, yeah, the snakes. It's a shame. I don't think there's going to be any, uh, thin men because yeah. I like the thin men. Yeah, they are cool. Um, there was this weird red AI thing in the tutorial mission. Like at the end of the tutorial mission, there was like some kind of AI thing that blew up, which was a bit of foreshadowing. I remember that. That looks interesting. I failed the tutorial, the second tutorial mission four times. Oh yeah. I was just getting, I was <laughs> terrible at it. Yeah. Right. Uh, I just kept, I know, silly mistakes would lead to catastrophic failure. I think um, some of that is like some of that you're definitely meant to die. Like some of your squad mates on that are like, like that is the bit in the game where they teach you permadeath happens. Yep. These people aren't coming back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It was rough. It yeah. was rough. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm a very opposed to RNG, but I've got such a brain boner for this game. Mm-hmm. Cause like the, especially the procedurally generated stuff, like, find it com- very very interesting the way they're managing the rules yeah of how everything is propagated yeah it sounds good um yeah you're right though they are indistinguishable from a user made a person made level yeah um yeah really good stuff cool so yeah you can watch a video of it on friday um i'll post it on the facebook and on my twitter um but uh which mag gi yeah gi so that'll be out what in a month um they just sent it like today i think oh, cool. or something so it'll be soon next week ish yeah so i talked to the art director and he talks about his influences behind a lot of the art stuff so like you know I, like i just said with uh, the faceless yeah like multiple influences went into that mm-hmm. and i like i think it was those three things plus the melted face guy from robocop <laughs> So like a whole like this guy just basically had a field day yeah, with all cool. these new races, um, and he was trying to combine like pop culture movies with UFO culture with like original XCOM stuff, um, yeah, with like science fiction, like more serious science fiction, um, yeah, and it was really weird because it's like you, normally in games a big thing among art directors is like everything has to look like it's from the same game yeah. and everything has to have like a running theme. Yep. Not with this game. No, definitely not. <laughs> it's completely different. All these races, very much an alien coalition yep. of different things. That's very cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, that's it. We got some news, Luke? We do. Are you awake, Luke? Yeah, I've got a lot of news. Uh, I was just uh, reading some stuff about uh, Iron Fist. Has oh, been yeah. announced. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, one of the guys that was behind Dexter uh-huh. is now the showrunner for it. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. XCOM sounds good. Uh, I'm king. I'm super. Like king. I played played a shitload of it, uh, and it's good to see them going back to PC, like PC roots. Yeah. Back to your. We got some news. Uh, okay. Game Awards were on over the weekend. Yeah. Before that, did you guys watch it at all? Sort of. Some no. Of no. I bailed out halfway through. I had to, you had to go to XCOM. XCOM. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of 
what you saw so far from they don't they don't treat the rewards with any respect mm-hmm. and I don't like that at all um I, I don't I don't think it's cool that they announce some big shit like best multiplayer or whatever the fuck it was like just as a, oh yeah and that game also won best multiplayer mm. um fucking Splatoon won best I think yeah no Splatoon won best multiplayer and after uh, Reggie did his little speech um what's his face Jeff Keighley Jeff was like Oh yeah, and that game also won best shooter, and like then they moved on. Like that's that doesn't seem like any way to respect the yeah. fucking achievements. Wonder if they're running behind schedule or something. But they're on the internet; they're not on the schedule. Like mm. there's no fucking schedule. I suppose obviously they've got to hire out the whole and yeah, yeah, logistical shit. No, obviously they got a schedule, but um, still, like I don't care. Like they should maybe stop showing like a billion trailers for world premiere or whatever yeah. the fuck yeah well this is our biggest world premiere here's a trailer of a dlc far cry with no dinosaurs mm. i'm i'm still excited for that i don't care <laughs> Holy man, I did, love you, it. did you watch that trailer no it's got i didn't show any dinosaurs but it showed a bunch of like tigers and shit yeah you control the animals it's cool are the animals dinosaurs Nope. Then I don't give a fuck. It's a woolly mammoth. No, not a dinosaur. You're right, a woolly mammoth. Not a dinosaur. Anyway, um, you could ride elephants in the other one. Who fucking cares if it's woolly now? I haven't played a Far Cry for like three Far Cries. Oh, okay. So well, They're okay. pretty good games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're getting better at it, though. Like, he's it's he's definitely best. getting there. Like, this is the second one. Yeah. Uh, and they have heard the feedback about, like, that sort of stuff. And they did do a better job this year of it. But Slightly still, better. Yeah, still got problems with the whole, like, awards bit of... I don't like them announcing stuff off screen. Like, Ed Boon winning best fighting game and him not getting to go up there and... Yeah. They accept it or anything like that. It's super right, weird. Right. Um yeah, and then there were some awards in there that I thought it were, were quite strange. Like, uh, I don't know, Her Story won Best Narrative. I don't know if I agree with that. Like, mm. I think Her Story is, like, you guys heard me wank on about that game fucking yeah. ages. So, uh, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's a brilliant game, uh, but even I disagree. Uh, I think it has a brilliant narrative, but even I think The Witcher 3 should have fucking won. Well, yeah. well when yeah, they announced the thing, it, like, when they actually announced it, they uh, they said the writer's name and then said Witcher Three, but it was the person from. I think I think that was it. It was something like that. Anyway, she looked really confused when she got up on stage because and and the Witcher people were sitting behind her and they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it was super strange. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it was I mean, a lady from they got up and accepted it from. Yeah, the, yeah, right. it was the actress. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, no, well, if The Witcher Three won the whole thing, like surely the main element of that that won it the, the Game of the Year award was the story it wasn't aspect the of it. Combat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that like obviously, but that's just a that's a goof, I guess. Like goofs happen. Um. I still, I like. Look, I know it makes me sound like an old man, but I can't deal with fucking gaming personality of the year or whatever the fuck it is. Oh uh, yeah, who won? Greg what? Miller. Greg Miller. Who's that? He used like, to be at IGN. 
All right. You see him. I he's in my Twitter feed all the time, being retweeted. Oh yeah, by with some dumb shit people. Yeah, I've watched his, his stuff. <clears throat> I don't find him entertaining even a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it just feels like he's this manufactured, uh, like, star. Like yeah. he's being propped up. Yeah. And I don't have anything against the guy. I just don't understand why he suddenly exists. Because he didn't- He wasn't- He was just, like, nobody. Yeah. And then now he's suddenly fucking everything. Mm. And it definitely feels like WWE shit. Yeah, like, yeah. It definitely feels like some WWE shit. Hmm. But so uh, he got IGN. up and made a speech and- Hey? He's IGN. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, he was IGN and then he went and started a YouTube channel and he's got, like, okay. a stupid amount of subscribers oh. now. Um, yeah. he uh, his speech was good though. Yeah, he that speech was awesome. Yeah, so hmm. props, props but for the, that. Yeah, I think they've um, I think the last two years, someone else went out last year. I think gave a good speech, or I feel like they did. Didn't Total Biscuit? Oh, did he win last year? I think so. Hmm. Okay, I feel like you gave a speech that everybody really liked, or something like that. Maybe I don't know how PewDiePie doesn't win. Yeah, what the fuck does it? Why doesn't he just go up and be like, "Hey, click this button for me"? Yeah, and I'm then a, I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm fucking PewDiePie. I yeah. earn more, more money than anyone else doing this shit. Like, mm. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, um, yeah, strange. Uh, there was some Westwood. They gave a an award to Westwood, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Hmm. Um, and they spent a lot of time on that as well. Did you watch it? No, that was after I left. Yeah. Um, it was like a gaming icon award yeah. type thing. The lifetime achievement, basically. Hmm. Yeah, which is really cool. Like yeah. seeing other developers like Blizzard being like, the only reason we're around today is because of Westwood. Yeah. Because we had to try and make a better game than them. And then they would make a better game than us. And then it had become this like war. And like their CEO basically saying, like, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. It's pretty because cool. we tried to make a game that that they, you know, we we made Warcraft because of Command and Conquer and because of June and that that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, they literally invented the genre, didn't they? Yeah. And then they during like the thing being like uh, Westwood was bought out by EA in this year, <laughs> like with the the thing they made you know forty six games before that or something, <laughs> just like <laughs> a fucking mad dig. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, obviously the world premieres were just a lot of stuff we'd already seen. Yeah. Um, the new one was Psychonauts two, oh, yeah. which was a announced like a Kickstarter. I was going to rant about this. Yeah. Anyone who gives them... Look, any money. <laughs> double Fine, with yeah, Tim Schafer leading, fuck double. has such a terrible track record yeah. that you could not possibly give them money. Fig.com touts itself as an investment platform, which alarm bells are ringing now, because uh, never before has throwing your money away onto something on the internet sounded more like a fucking Ponzi scheme. Hmm. But uh, now, thumbs up, now it's an investment. You'll get money back. I checked out the investment, the ROI shit. You get, I think it was uh, two bucks uh, for every 15,000 copies uh, after you've invested 500 What? Dollars. Uh, I believe it was two bucks. I might, might have missed a zero. I can check. Might be 20. Um, but it's not a lot. 
uh, return on investment, total return on investment requires millions. For them to get, for you to break even, yep. if you invest 500, I guess, US, yep. they would need to sell about 700,000 copies of the game. Doesn't sound right. Yeah. And so... No, no. Oh, right. That's, that's, that's where my maths came in. Uh, but for them to reach their goal to actually start creating the game um, will require something like, uh, I think it was like 1.4 million sales on FIG of the basic game. And none of those sales can count to your uh, investment. So none of those sales, are, they're not sales. They're rewards and they don't count as part of that. Those aren't people who purchase oh, right. the game. I see, yeah. So none of those sales count. So you need actually something like close to 2.1 million. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so. So the, like you might make like 40 bucks if it yeah. does really well. well. If, so if you put 500 bucks down and they sell Brutal Legend numbers, which is two and a half million copies, you get $1,000 back. Yeah. And that is two and a half million copies a lot on top of mm. uh, everyone like removing the diehard people who bought Psychonauts 2 yeah. as part of Fig. Um, so that's bananas. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you shouldn't be investing money like this on the internet. That's not how you do investments. That's not how you invest money. Holy shit. This is just... But he knows it'll work. Like, it'll work for him. Well, he's he's a, he's a part of that company. It's his company. Yeah, but Fig. He, he's on the... Yeah, he started up. He started Fig? Uh, yeah, with a bunch of people. You're kidding. I didn't even know this. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not Don't give this man your money. <laughs> Nobody. Give this... Oh, my God. This is the scammiest shit since Peter Molyneux. Uh, I bet even if he did another normal Kickstarter, it still would have... Oh, wait. Bonkers. Maybe he's an advisor. Fuck. <laughs> Still. He better not be on the board. People just hear his name and go, yeah. yeah. Give Even money. though his track record is fucking yeah. woeful. What have you done for me lately? Big piles of shit. Dumb games. Brutal Legend. Robert Kotick. Uh, like, Tim Schafer came out and he's like, oh, this game's going to suck. Working with Activision was fucking crap. That's what Tim Schafer said of Activision. Yeah. Bobby Kotick was, uh, said... Uh, they went over budget like three times and uh, we had to keep pouring money into them. So at some point we had to tell them to just finish the game. Yeah, yeah. Because we couldn't keep giving them money. Yeah. Um, so that I, I don't see how that's on me, but yeah, whatever. Uh, and then, so he only made one game with them. He only made one game with EA. That was Psychonauts. Was that? No, THQ. That was Psychonauts. Mm. Um he only made one game. He's like every publisher only works with him once mm. because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because that shit never works out. But since he's been independent, he's made like several bombs. Grand Fandango was apparently like four hundred percent over budget. Four hundred percent. Yeah, for a fucking adventure game. So he's Almost- got a, a shithead for finances. Yeah, and you're going to invest in him. Yeah, but like everything he's made since he's independent, I don't know, man. Like. Even like certain ideas where I thought it was a good idea and you couldn't really go wrong with it. Like I thought Costume Quest was something that was hard to fuck up, but it wasn't that great. Right. And all the new stuff. Oh, there's actually, there was one that I saw that didn't seem bad. 
It's a more recent one. Um, and I never played it to find out how it was. Was it the gun game? No. no. It was one where it was a bit like Fire Emblem. And it was all about sort of your legacy, your family legacy, and breeding different people together. Oh, that was a Brad Muir game. Oh. Uh, but yeah, he was he was in that uh, Epic Chalice. Yeah, that's uh, it. Epic Chalice. Chal- something Chalice. Golden Massive Chalice. Massive Chalice. Chalice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that wasn't Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer wasn't involved. Yeah, okay. that wasn't him. That was Brad Muir, I think. Yeah. All right. Um, I never played it anyway to find out how it was. Yeah, Tim Schafer portions of that company tend to go well over budget <laughs> yeah. and under deliver. So don't give me money. Yeah. Basically. I've been saying that for ages. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as I saw holy shit, as soon as I saw that announcement I'm like, that is fucking bananas. You are kidding. Uh also the game awards. Jeff Keighley uh said that Kojima wasn't allowed to attend under threat of fucking legal action from Konami. <laughs> from the yeah. lawyers. Fuck Konami forever, basically. Jeez. That's fucking <clears throat> terrible, though. That really is. That is fucking garbage. Oh, man. Konami is just shit. Yep. <laughs> Fuck Konami. They're doing a good job of just burning everybody the, the, yeah. like in the games industry. They're we're pretty much out. just like, fuck it, we're getting out, we're just- May as well piss off as many people as we can. Let's see how many people we can piss off on our way out. Yeah. Make sure we can never come back to this shit. Yeah, fuck them. So Kiefer got got up and accepted the award. Yeah. On behalf. Right. I didn't get to see that either. Um, was it cool? Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. He's a cool, dude. Cool. Uh, he seems like... I don't know. I think he gets it. Yeah. Like, I think he gets the games. Yeah, yeah, I think like he's got a he's done a couple of things now. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some interviews with him before, and and he sort of either he gets it or he knows someone who gets it. I think. Well, he had to work with Kojima for a while, right? So yeah, that's true. Either he was like, "This dude's a fucking genius," or he's like, "This dude's fucking crazy." Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe he's crazy. Um, uh, Mark Hamill was there. Cool. Uh, he came out and did some Joker impersonations. Cool. And then because uh, he was up for an award for Joker spoilers mm. Uh, mm. Uh, and was like well I'm probably not going to win anyway type of thing because I didn't win last time um, but he came out with Chris Roberts your your mate oh yeah uh, and they talked about the new mode that's coming out soon um, I think the walking mode is that right. a thing I don't know where you can walk around the oh, first person thing. finally yeah finally no that's not the actual game though is it so who fucking cares yeah <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what else happened there? Um, yeah. I think that was about it. That's all I know of. Oh, the really fucking weird bit was how they kept going backstage and interviewing people and being like, what do you think of Battlefront? Oh, was there some sort of Battlefront? Uh, there was some sort of like cross promo, like yeah, EA, like people playing and then having celebrities. 2K is Battlefront. Oh, Battlefront, Battlefront. I was thinking yeah. Battleborn. Battlefront. Yeah, yeah, Battlefront. Uh, yeah, and then having, like, celebrities right. or whatever be, oh, what do you think of, you just played this, what did you think of it? What Who's you your favorite hero? <laughs> uh, and then Dead Mouse playing it, and then being asked questions about that, he just looked like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. but he put on, like, oh, I'll, I'll answer these stupid questions for you type thing. Um yeah. I feel like he's probably played it before and he knows it's a heap of shit, but he was just being polite. It's not actually a heap of shit. 
though. You haven't played it, so... I played it. It's a heap of shit. It's just very cash. It's very cash, and the servers don't work. Um, oh, I played Battle of Jakku, by the way. The new map. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. A lot of shit going on, like I don't Star Cruises falling, falling into the... That's it's cool. set 15 years before, so don't It doesn't matter. Still Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Moving on. Yep. Oh, man. I accident- When I saw Spectre as well, they showed a trailer for Star Wars that I was trying to avoid. Ah. I couldn't avoid it there. Don't tell us anything about it. Because oh, well. we haven't seen any trailers. We're it actually wasn't anymore. that revealing, but yeah. Right. Fucking oh, one more week, and that's all we have to say. So close. We're so close. <laughs> so close. What if we get in there and they show a Star Wars trailer before the movie starts? In pricks. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's move on. I don't know of any... Oh, or in the Blind Forest one, best art direction. Cool. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Shadow Complex Remastered. Win. Oh, is that announced? Yeah. Okay. Or he deserves to win something. Yeah. Sure. sure. All right, let's go on. Let's get out of here. Um, yes, I know yes. a news story. Uh, Pax Oz has been moved a week, a week later. later. Yeah. Which yeah. is good, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll help much in terms of hotels, uh, hotels and pricing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's still the same week as less of a is uh, Melbourne Cup, right? It so, is, yeah. yeah. It's just later. Yeah. Like, maybe people might get out of there, but I guess it, it won't be like Melbourne International Games Week as much anymore. True. So it won't be attached to that other thing. Uh, I heard it and GCap. Yeah, Doesn't GCAP. that put it in the same week as BlizzCon now? probably uh <laughs> yeah maybe wasn't blizzcon that uh around very close it was that week or the week after it's very close because i feel like you got back we got back and then you left yeah i did yeah that is oh fuck oh uh, yeah just checked november six to seven yeah. this year well then um it's, and it's been november those dates for the last three yeah. years. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well, good work. Who mm. cares? Cool. What else um, you System Shock 3 yeah, that's seems what I was to be say. a thing. Uh, there's a countdown on a website at the moment, which will end over the weekend, yeah. uh, but they accidentally forgot to remove the page that it ends up being. Right. Well, so players. some people found that. Gold. Uh, and the studio that's making it is called Other Side Entertainment. It's founded by X Looking Glass. Uh, yeah, the yeah. co-founder of that and it's got a bunch of the uh, the old team from there as well so these are the guys that made the original System Shock Thief um, those types of games so back in the you know, Ken Levine Ken Levine yeah. whatever you want to call Free him Ken Levine he was around then no Levine only came in for he made Thief Thief 3 are you sure? System Shock 2 yeah I thought he made Thief as well no okay I'll check that I don't know why you would. I'm correct. But go on. I think I it's check. great. It's great? Because uh, AI is very topical. It is, yes. Um, I don't really know enough about it, though. I, I saw the news, that, and then I went to look at it, and I'm like, there's like no information here? The dark you project. should read the Gizmodo post that I did today. Because okay. I talk about AI, and I also link to a very good blog post to read about, if you want to know about what the AI expert community is talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, there's some things that you can say that would sound crazy to most people. Like, by 2075, there's a 90% chance that we'll be in the presence of a super intelligent AI. Um, 
that's the sort of according to a survey of the AI expert community. Um, I was right. What motherfucker? Uh, yeah, is it is it um is it is it is it what's his name? Fucking you, Kowski or no, no. Uh, but I mean, there are some big names coming out saying that we need to be thinking about it. Like uh, I need to look at Stephen it. Hawking and Elon Musk and Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, they've definitely come out about it. But um, there's a guy who has been running some like forums uh, about the impending AI threat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's very interesting. There's the if you look at the Wait But Why site, the Wait But Why blog, it's got two huge fucking thunder. Like uh, part one and part two, really, really interesting stuff. Yeah, it's not how like it's not what you think. Like, um, you know, they're gonna be conscious and they're gonna take over from humans. Like, humans will barely be on their radar. Yep. Yeah, they'll be that that much grander it'll be yeah. some cthulhu shit like humanity will yeah, get wiped out but not necessarily evil accident. like not yeah just indifferent yeah yeah we're just an obstacle where the fuck is this post like when did you make it uh today what time i went 1 p.m 12 15 earlier try earlier yeah fucking hell it should be around there like here we go here we go uh, oh, I just want to- yeah so anyway Ken Levine Thief Shop 2 Thief the Dark Project yeah the original one you said Thief 3 before yeah oh I did too yeah sorry my bad yeah yeah so he made he uh, was a designer writer on Thief um, yeah and then he went over to do System Shock 2 and then went and did uh all these other rational games, Bioshock and SWAT. Yeah. I don't know if we did any of that. But yeah, that's cool to see um, these older guys. Like, I've, I've looked at the list of people that are working on it, and there are definitely a lot of old school people in there that worked on the original game. So hmm. hopefully it um, turns out to be pretty good. I, uh, I liked System Shock 2 a lot. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Well, apparently someone's remaking System Shock 1. Yeah, the guys that have the rights to it. Yeah, yeah. Did you just say that? Because I'm trying to read this fucking thing. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it came out recently that this studio had the rights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, it looks like that studio is remastering it or remaking it. And then it seems to be from the information that we can kind of guess that uh, this other team has been given the rights to develop a sequel or... Yeah, they haven't really cleared it. We don't know anything about it yet. But, uh, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be announced yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah. It'll be good. See some showdown action. For sure. Um, this is one that'll interest you, Jeremy. Yay. New Yay. update came out for Counter-Strike. I saw that, the Magnum thing. Yeah, they've removed the Desert Eagle from the yeah, game. Yeah, I don't know how permanent that's going to be, because um, uh, I think it might just be like a Christmas thing for fun, because I've seen some YouTube videos, and this... Magnum is uh, one shot, one kill to the body. So, uh, and it's very accurate. Like, yeah, in certain situations, I've heard that you've got to wind it up. Yeah, there's like a bit of a 
time to shoot but like the left trigger goes very accurate at long range and the right trigger is like a quicker shot with less accuracy accuracy. so you'd be doing that at close range but yeah you can get long range fucking uh shots of the body very accurate one shot one kill with the pistol um they're not going to keep that i don't think that's going to be changed whether they bring back the deagle i don't know but oh the new gun i think yeah. it's gone Counter-Strike. why wouldn't they just add a new gun yeah i don't know i i think they've removed it i think they well no one really i mean i from when i was playing no one was using the deagle hmm. they're using different pistols um so, but i don't know why they wouldn't just change the deagle i guess they've got like obviously stats they know but yeah well, wouldn't you just like tweak the numbers on it like we'll tweak the damage and accuracy and maybe they don't want to do that maybe they're like hey well, let's overhaul a design let's throw a new design in there which is exactly what this is it works completely differently to most of the other guns in the game but yeah like you said they could just add it like keep the deagle yeah. and add so it's weird maybe for the economy I don't the deagle's know. so classic yeah you know, it's classic Counter-Strike man it is sorry Nighthawk no deagle it's a deagle <laughs> Did they call it a Nighthawk? Yeah, they tried to change the name. Stupid. Um, same with the... Uh, I asked people as a trivia question down at PAX. Mm-hmm. I asked a, a crowd full of Counter-Strikers. I said, this is a trick question, but I'm expecting all of you to get it. And whoever's the quickest with the answer, I'm just going to pick you to win the thing. And I said, what is the original and proper name of the one-shot, one-kill sniper? The op." I said, what's the original and proper name of the op? And people were saying Arctic Warfare Pistol? Or no, Arctic Warfare Police? They're like, Arctic Warfare Police? I'm like, no. It's not right. And then everyone was quiet. And I was like, I was honestly expecting like 20 people just jump up with the answer. Like, ah! And I'd have to pick the quickest one really hard. No one yeah. fucking got it. And I was like, it's Magnum? Arctic Warfare Magnum. Come on, What is wrong with you guys? Come on, motherfucker. Are you all 12? As you looked out into the crowd of 15-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 move on. I think there's one more piece. Oh, no, yeah, there's more. Uh, I guess this is counted as breaking news. Um, Valve and HTC have announced a release date for Vive. Yeah. April 2016. April 2016. Have they announced a price? Not yet. Then... We don't know. So that'll be one of the first ones out of the gate. One of the interesting things that happened over the weekend at uh, the Game Awards. Oh, yeah. Was uh, the announcement of Rock Band uh, Oculus Rift. And it will be exclusive to Rift. Yeah, which means it's going on PlayStation. Huh? Which means it'll go on PlayStation, right? Because it's not a PC game. Um, I... well, I looked at it from a different... I didn't even think about that, but that's actually a pretty good point. Um, but I was thinking more that that means that they're attempting to push exclusivity for different platforms, which is not really something I'm interested in. I would... I'm going to have to wait and see which of these things Ooh. is as open as possible. And I will get that one because I have no interest in propping up um, one that decides that fucking headsets are going to be yet another closed fucking garden like consoles. So, yeah. Mm. Fuck that. Because, yeah. Fuck that. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. 
terms of the whole VR thing. Uh, Valve have been pretty adamant that they want to keep shit open, though. Like yeah. They've made their uh, SDK as open as possible, so... Plus, this has that weird shit you put in your room so it can track your movement as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, which none of the others have, right? Uh, Unless it's built into the headset yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's it's done in different ways. Hmm. But yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Half-Life 3. Coming soon. Confirmed. Not this year. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the other... April 2016, do you reckon? It's going to be close to that. I reckon. Yeah, I'm still confident that Valve are going to be like, they're going to announce it and it's going to come out either on the day or within a week. Like, they'll just <laughs> fucking drop it and be like, boom, and break the internet. Gabe will just come out on stage and speak into a mic and all they'll say is, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will go nuts. Yep. It's a lot of storm over there, out yeah. there. It's coming down. Yeah. Anyway. Did lightning just hit your house or something? Yeah. Um, and the, the last bit I put on here, which isn't really news, but Zedtown is this weekend. Whoop, whoop. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, but there's new rule changes in this year, which uh, I'm not too much the a second fan of. Variant, yeah, yeah. In this edition, Zedtown two this year, which has been taking place at the Homebush, which I'm not happy about. Um, We're not happy about a lot of this, are we? Yeah. But. Um, so what's the new rule change so the new rule change is that uh, survivors can become stunned uh, yes. and will need to go to a respawn station if uh, attacked by survivors other survivors survivors will need to be respawned that's the change yeah. not necessarily that they can get stunned because they could get stunned before sorry yeah before they used to get stunned so if you get shot by a, an opposing survivor in a different faction um, you would stand there for 10 seconds and then have to count down uh, and you couldn't move or shoot anyone else. Uh, whereas now what they're doing is if you get stunned by another survivor, you have to go to a respawn station the same as what happens when zombies get killed. Um, yeah, I, I think, and I think it's a bad change. Um, if you get stunned or I think they're calling it stunned, you can't interact with the game in any way. Um, you can't shoot anybody. You can't talk to anybody, but you can still be tagged. So you're basically defenseless. Uh, I think it's a I think it's a terrible change. Yeah, I think it's going to make the game end a lot quicker. I think you are correct. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't think game designers work on Zedtown. I think I don't think I don't think that is happening. It says they're a game designer. Huh? On the website, it says they're a, ge- a designer of games. Really? Yeah. People running it. Maybe we should review. Maybe it for them. like game designers because they have designed a game, but <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm talking about people who um, understand game design. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think what this does is the the problems I've talked about, but also it it basically negates any reason to go and do anything with other survivors like missions because you there's too much risk. It, yeah, there's no. Like, the reason to go and do missions in the last game was to go get fuel, which would only keep your station alive. Yeah. Which didn't do fucking anything. They didn't explain it. It was just a barrier. Well, yeah. but- um, if that was the same thing this time, there's no way I would go out there because yeah. you're just opening yourself up to get out of the game so much quicker because yeah. you can't defend yourself yep. if you get shot by anybody on that team, any of the other 800 players that are running around. Mm. 
yep. or 500 people because yeah. they're split up into factions. Yeah, no, I agree. It's odd. Oh, well. We'll see how it goes on Sunday, though. I'm excited. Let's wrap this up, shall we? Yep. And then we'll talk about uh, more next week, I guess. We will, yes. How, uh, how things go. All right. All right. That's it. You can find us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash the GA podcast. Uh, go hit that up. We're on iTunes, Android, and Windows store. Uh, under the gap of the GA podcast, go search that. Give us a review. That's always helpful. Uh, Twitter.com slash the GA podcast, or you can go to the GA podcast.com for the website and then read things on there. Mm-hmm. Like when the podcast goes up, <laughs> click on things. Good idea. And that helps us as well. Does it? Yeah, because then I can say to people, uh, we got this many clicks. True. Nice. And then not make anything out of it. <laughs> very, go very click good. Go 20 point. times. Yeah, Speaking of making it. something out of it. Yes. Thank you to our sponsors, Plantronics. Yes. Do you know a sponsored, John? Did not know that. Yep. Nice one. Yeah, we don't, don't get anything out of it except for stuff to give away, but... Cool. Better than a kick in the teeth. Uh, and uh, don't forget to enter our competition. Um, a giveaway. To, to win our, a headset, a Plantronics headset, uh, a Rig 500 headset. Uh, the question is if, like... Sorry, what was the question? Uh, it was, uh, what would your favorite... What's a scenario where your favorite hero would definitely be better off having headphones? 25 words or less. Cool. And you have to include your uh, Twitter, oh. handle. Twitter handle. You've got to follow the Twitter account, yep. the GA podcast. I can think of a good one. What is it? No, nah, it's too good because then, like, I don't want to steal it. All right, no, no, but you can say it's Jessica Jones. We already used it. That was that. <laughs> Yeah, so, so we she the, couldn't hear the guy. Yeah, the, the example we gave last week was yeah Jessica Jones. So that uh, the, the show had ended in one episode where <laughs> yeah. she would just walk up and punch him in the head. Yeah. Uh, so we've had some people enter in um, with some some suggestions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, email us at the GA Podcast at, at gmail dot com. Yep. Uh, twenty five words or less. Put your answer in there. Yep. About uh, your favorite hero or character that would benefit or would have survived or gotten them out of a situation uh by using headphones mm-hmm. uh kind of like the answer we gave and uh yeah you might be in for a chance to, to score a headset which is pretty cool and it should arrive before <laughs> christmas yeah we want to try and get them out get it out before christmas this particular one the yes. opposite would be daredevil yeah yeah we yeah. talked about <laughs> that as well yeah. all right well fine yeah so suck it jung um Anyway, uh, so that's about it. When are we doing our Game of the Year podcast? I think we'll probably do that in two weeks. Fucking Next what, week. Christmas Day or something. Weeks? We could do it on like <laughs> the Christmas week and then have it up like Christmas the next day, like on the 23rd or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. then people could have it while they're traveling. While they're traveling. And- plus our Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Plus we're going to do a Star Wars podcast, which is going to have to go out. Yeah. So we, we might do one more week uh, get things out of the way that we're kind of still playing yep uh, there's games I don't think I'm going to get through uh, I really want to play Tomb Raider yeah I don't think that's going to happen no because uh, just Rainbow Six yeah I think I'm going to be stuck on that for a while maybe yeah. uh, I haven't gone back to Fallout yeah uh, neither am I because I just Rainbow Six mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah I think uh, maybe we'll do that in we'll, we'll talk about it but maybe two weeks from now Yep. 
and then um yeah we'll just do a normal wrap-up thing and talk game of the year cool and try to wrangle some people in like jeremy if he's around yes jeremy. i don't know we'll see sounds uh, good you can't vote for hots i uh, won't well, no we actually <laughs> was discussing that on kotaku and I was like, despite the amount of hours I've put into it, I've no desire to nominate it for any Game of the Year awards. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as we said, the gapodcast.com to find out articles and whatnot that we've written. Uh, I had my Just Cause 3 review go up on there. Cool. From Survivor. So, hotlink that. Boom. Nice. Um, Not much else for me other than uh, Twitch. Been streaming it a little bit more trying yep. to yeah something i want to get into more regularly I've, I've always been saying that but the last two or three weeks have been doing a bit more of it they've uh, fucked up the obs software it's fucked have they since the latest update yeah it's fucked i don't use obs sucks. i was though i use xsplit i didn't want to pay so after using shadow play over at 2k i was like this shit's awesome i have to get under this oh shadow play is awesome for recording stuff yeah not for yeah, streaming not for streaming you, stream. you can't yeah. put anything on there hmm. um so yeah twitch.tv slash luke laurie or go look at my twitter page whenever i stream you can um, hear me yelling yeah about being shot exactly uh anything happening for you jeremy no nah, just you got uh, gizmodo for the rest of this week gizmodo this week one more halo video going up on kotaku don't watch it some stuff in game informer <laughs> uh yeah some game informer XCOM and football manager review and yeah other than that just the junglist on twitter that's cool boom um some more stuff on my youtube xcom 2 um uh i've done some i finally finished all my blizzcon content fuck's sake uh that just seems to keep going forever i just Mm. had heaps i mean I, i don't hate money so i was okay with it but um yeah like it just kept going nice so i'm so glad to be done with that um oh they're fucking ending the overwatch beta on the 22nd of december or something mm. what a bunch of bastards um but yeah so i've got some more youtube stuff i've got some how-to videos for just cause just how to glitch your way into being the top of the leaderboards basically mm. um i just wanted to show off just cause i just like it uh and yeah so overwatch interview uh hearthstone interview i think i'm i think the pc power play no the hyper fantasy special comes out this week Mm -hmm. finally and i've got the cover article on that motherfucker Mm. i've had the cover article on the last two hypers hyper specials yeah nice um but i still can't get a fucking i still have to pitch forever that's just inside baseball <laughs> shit doesn't matter um just me being annoyed uh and yeah XCOM I'll have a big video for XCOM going up where it's just me being shit house at the game and you can watch me and laugh at how crap I am can we use yeah. this as the the wallpaper for the with his stupid face with his stupid face we totally can can you screenshot that and send it to me I will he looks like he's farted or something <laughs> and like and he's smelling his own fart yeah and he's like it wasn't me Mm, that's my smarts my my smarts my farts smell good mm, yeah I like it mm, look at my gun it's good yeah. so big yep <laughs> alright and that's about it that is it thanks very much for joining us oh and my hair you look now emo now this long what the fuck is going on down nice. my eyes motherfuckers 
I need to get a haircut. Yeah, you should. My problem, Very metal. See, my problem with getting a haircut is that I don't want a fucking crew cut, but everywhere I go, they're going to give me a, a crew cut and I'm going to be pissed off again. They'll also charge me way too much money for it, right? I don't want to pay more than $15 for a haircut, but I also don't want it to be shit. Good luck. This is- <laughs> It's a dilemma. <laughs> you could get uh, Ashfield. Yeah, go get a train out to like Western Sydney. You get a real cheap haircut out there. I just got. Ash- I used to get a haircut for five bucks. Five bucks. There was a crew cut. Do, uh, see, that's a no good. But B, that was just a men's price. S- I don't want to have to sleep with the barber. So I didn't sleep with him. <laughs> just cuddles. Charles will do it for you. Fair cheap, enough. ten bucks, and cuddles. Yeah, maybe. I like a bit of cuddles. Think about it. Uh, cool. Hi. Right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming, John. Oh, it's all right. Uh, and we'll catch you all next week. We will. Star catch Wars. Catch you all on the flippy flop. Hey, uh, yeah, we, we will have seen Star Wars. No, we won't. We won't have seen Star Wars. God, we'll be so excited about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably just do a Star Wars podcast next Before week. Before we do the Game of the Year podcast, I would love it if um, if someone, if people might write in and tell us why their favourite game of the year is their game of the year. Mm. As long as it's not The Witcher 3, because I can't bear to read about The Witcher 3 anymore. Okay. Well, we all know... I mean, that's going to win it anyways. We all know what? Spoilers, man. (laughs) It's got to be... I mean, that's going to win it. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? The Witcher 3. I think so. You're crazy. You think so? Yeah. You've had too much Jeff fucking Keeley Doritos. Yeah. (laughs) Here you go. Well, you're discounting Bloodborne because of the bug. No, no. I've... I've already changed my mind on that. Okay. Because I, ha- I had to discount Metal Gear Solid because of their post-release <laughs> post like post release shit. Okay. So, if that is the case, then surely I would have to allow Bloodborne to be qualified for post-release shit. So... That's true. Mm. And I think Witcher should be... Um, like, the, the post-release stuff for The Witcher should be included. They well. nailed the post-release yeah. stuff. Like Because if anyone who bought the base game got that... Like yep. 15 updates of yeah, content. Yeah. To give you an idea, when Fallout came out and that game was had problems, they didn't release an update uh, for over... They released an update a week later, which was a beta update. Yep. I think the first patch came out like yesterday Wow, on PC. Wow. Mm. By the first week The Witcher had come out, they'd released three updates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were all over like, the place, yeah. They were fucking on it. They nailed it so hard yeah. uh, on the PC side. So yeah, that's true. We'll talk about that more. We will. No. <laughs> yes, I like, don't think. I don't think The Witcher is as sure a thing as you might think. Okay. Toby's going Metal Gear. Uh, no, I said I had to discount. It can't be Metal Gear. Okay. It can't be, it because be Konami's lawyers game. were like, Job, yeah, <laughs> you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to go to the Game Awards show. As soon as they told me Kojima-san wasn't allowed to come on the gab, I was like, well, fuck it. It's not Metal Gear then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was scheduled and everything. He was. He was coming. He was flights booked. Yep. Yep. Um, he booked them himself. He, he wanted to pay to be on the gab, but... Anyway, we have to settle for Eric Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) All right, peace out, homies.
I watched a new TV show called The Expanse. What's up? Down beside the Um, yeah, called The Expanse. I don't know. It's based on a book series. It's sort of sci-fi-esque. Um, and sort of many, many years in the future and the spaceships and shit like that. And it seems really cool. I've only watched one episode, but, um, it sort of like swings between, it's got Thomas Jane, uh, Tom Jane. As the Potter show. No, but, uh, he's, he's this like detective noir style detective, detective, but he's on like the asteroid belt or some shit. And he's like a detective in that area and... He doesn't play by the book and stuff like that. And that's a bit hammy, but all the shit that's on the spaceships is really cool. I don't know. Worth checking out. Is it Netflix? Uh, no. It's, um... Uh, I would never say such a thing, Jung. You know my policy. But uh, it is available on the internet if you are curious enough to find it. Um, Just you blink know- twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luther comes back next week. Okay. Luther with yeah. uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. I didn't know they were making it anymore. I didn't either, but it's back next week. Awesome. That's it's, an awesome show. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. It's hella awesome. Um, yeah. I watched yeah. some TV. I watched Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah. What'd you think of Jessica good. Jones? I liked it. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I like uh, the villain. It's good. Yeah. Who do you think is better? Kingpin or um, Kilgrave? Uh, Kilgrave. Yeah. Yeah. I think Kilgrave's a better villain. Why's that? Um, it's really dark. Yeah, it's really dark. A lot, of, a lot implied about what he does to people. It's just yeah, really. That's true. David Tennant pulls off the the casual psychopath thing really well. Who really doesn't understand like what's right and wrong. Um, and Kingpin, I had problems with because not so much him. Like I thought the actor did great. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but. The way he was written, he was very inconsistent, um, especially with regards to Daredevil's fighting ability. Right, like, yeah. Often, like, basically every fight in Daredevil was, was Daredevil almost losing mm. and then managing to, you know, pull through. And, um, you know, it's like the way they set him up, it's like, well, how good is he? He's like, you know, he should be able to beat like this guy and that guy and at the end I felt like it's like well he should be able to this is a one-on-one fight yeah like the way you've built him up he should win this fight convincingly but now it's like no he has to come back from the brink so mm-hmm. I didn't like that that tarnished my maybe that's not- more of a problem with daredevil than it yeah did that's yeah <laughs> I mean my right. personal opinion of um between Jessica Jones and daredevil mm. was that Jessica Jones was um a better hero than Daredevil. Like, she just made more sense. Although her powers were just as inconsistent. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. like, she Daredevil's super jump. Yeah. Yeah, her super yeah. jump. Her fucking <laughs> six million dollar man. You only saw that at the end. Fucking terrible. And then the whole thing about, like, not wanting to kill someone, which just goes out the window at some point. Yep. Yeah, no, that's all true. But the... Actually, I really like the... One of the sub-villains in... Uh, Daredevil, the Chinese woman. Oh, yeah. She was awesome. She leads into uh, Iron Fist. Okay. That's, I don't know all, that's the- all setting up Iron Fist. So, Iron Fist is the fourth one that they're making. Okay. So, the next one is Luke Cage, and then Iron Fist. And then Defenders. And then Defenders. All right, cool. And then second season, or the second series, rather, which will have Punisher, 
Daredevil. I, I'm pretty sure Punisher's supposed to be the bad guy in that. In Daredevil, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I feel like they'll have to, of course, like some will show up at the end, right? Yeah, that's yeah, given, definitely. and they team up. Yeah, oh, this July is really good. But I'm, I'm keen to see how violent they actually go with it, because oh, Punisher's yeah. supposed to be like one of the hardcore Marvel yeah, characters, is. yeah, and that series already has been pretty graphic mm-hmm. like do they just push it and just yep. fucking see how far they just, can go you know we're not on television fuck this yeah show, show me what you got HBO like um, we've got the Punisher like Jessica Jones they were just banging all the time in that show yeah. just every time they could put it in all the time but yeah pretty much every episode pretty much the only yeah if you try and find a picture of Luke Cage and Jessica Jones like on screen at the same time they're probably naked. <laughs> probably in a bed, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, yeah, and I watched two sports documentaries. I've, I've been getting back into 30 for 30s. Um, so, I don't know if you guys uh, have watched Foxcatcher at all. Have you guys? Uh, not uh, yet, no. No? Yeah, um, I watched that. Yeah. So, that's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a lot of really vague stuff in the movie that you didn't understand. Sort of, yeah. Um it's well it's very thoroughly explained in Prince of Pennsylvania cool. well I'll watch that then. Uh, that's on Netflix American Netflix uh, it's it's really it's pretty touching like it's a it's half tribute to Dave what's his face's life and half tribute uh, and half like examination of what happened at Fox Catcher Farms so that's pretty good yeah right well yeah don't tell me and the other one I watched was uh, Chasing Tyson oh yeah and uh, that was actually really good. I was very surprised because it, it basically followed uh, Holyfield's um, decision to leave cruiserweights, move up to heavyweight to fight um, Tyson. Right. And have the belts in both divisions. Yeah. And uh, and how it took years and years for it to happen. And then, and, and like they they examined all of it. They even examined like the ear biting and shit. Like, everything and Holyfield comes off like the fucking nicest man alive yeah but uh even Tyson doesn't like you watch the old interviews and like I always had this image in my mind of him and he is definitely a dickhead I mean he's a a rapist and a mugger and a complete wanker Mm. but um he managed to like when he wasn't being deliberately disrespectful just comes across like a genuine fan of boxing like a proper fan of the sports yeah and so when he talks about Holyfield like even before they fought he's like uh, I've, I've watched the guy fight he is really good at what he does but I'm gonna knock him out and your hot dog is probably not gonna get cold before I do it so I <laughs> um, love it shit like that but um yeah no it, that one's really good uh just I don't know a fascinating time yeah for boxing back when boxing was watchable yeah yeah I watched uh the Jake Gyllenhaal boxing film Southpaw oh yeah how was that uh the stuff not around the boxing part's good <laughs> fair enough like the actual boxing in it is is not good like he gets the shit bit out of him, right? In every single match, there's just punches thrown. It's not about how hard you can hit. Yeah, it's about how hard you can get hit. Get up, and keep going. 
you were way too comprehensible, Jung. <laughs> Heard every word. Apparently, um, apparently the new one's good. Um, Creed. Apollo. Yeah, Creed. it looks good to me. That's I'm going to yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I saw? What? Spectre. Oh, what'd you think? Fucking hated it. Really? Piece of shit. Damn. Have you seen it? No. Worst bomb movie I've ever seen. Jesus. Worse. Worse than Quantum of Solace. I don't engage in hyperbole. Yeah. Quantum of Solace is pretty bad. Now, this is like, this this pissed me off how bad it was. Wow. Like, and I only like, I only wanted to kill some time. I went to a wedding ceremony and um, they booked like the reception a little bit further away and there's a bit of time in between while they're doing all their photos so i was like oh, i'll kill some time see specter i don't even care if it's good it actually actively made me angry how bad it was <laughs> and um like I, I my friends couldn't like you're gonna have to shut me up because my friends could not shut me up ranting about how all the little fucking things i guess i can't say too much because you still got to see it but, right um i didn't mind it i don't i said oh, it so was you've the seen it fourth worst third worst one Right. I thought Quantum of Souls is way worse. Yeah. They made that film during like the writer's strike, didn't they? I don't know. I feel like. I mm. think I think that was the rumor, yeah. I think but hang on, the, you like- said the third worst. <laughs> yeah. What else is worse? <laughs> what else? No, no, what, like in terms of the the ranking of his films. Oh, so the sorry of the four, so third, yeah, third, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. third best. Um but the Whatever. thing about that is I like that's that to me is forgettable. Yeah. Right. But Spectre, I'm going to remember for a long time all the things I hated about it in the way that I hate fucking Jar Jar Binks. Like we all, right. Like it's, it's, it's solidly in our mind. It's that bad. It's to me, Jar Jar bad. To me, it is. Jesus like, Christ. Yeah. It's, okay. Mm, mm. okay. Like the whole premise of the movie, I can talk about that because that's like in the trailers and shit. So it's the same as the last Mission Impossible. Right, yes. Yeah. I saw an article saying they're basically the same film. Yeah, it is. It, it's the same movie. I like and the Miss, last. And Mission Impossible does it a lot better. Oh, yeah, that's right. what I said. Yeah, <laughs> Mission Impossible is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A lot better. Um, okay. okay. The villain that Mission Impossible uses is, is like, his, he's ice cold. He, um, he comes off as a badass. He's, you know, he's scary. The villain that they use in Bond is not scary at all. He's not a badass. Although they really try to make him one. But they, they don't use a, him at all. They don't use him. And they got a really good actor to play him. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what was wrong. Like, the, the direction of him or what. You know, he, uh, and they, they did the same thing where they tried to tie it all together. And it just ended up being this, this, like in Mission Impossible, they still built it up. Like, they still did work on it. Whereas in Spectre, they, it was just this lazy thing where they were just like, yeah, yeah, you know, we want to have some some badass shit in this movie. So let's just say that all those villains that you came across before were all a part of this yeah. shadow organization. But they don't explain how any of that fits in. No. It's just like, they hey, don't do any work they're to all build. tied in, but yeah. we're not going to tell you how. And then right. they have this other like sub-villain, which they want to make him come across as badass. And to do it, they make him do this thing, which is just like... It's it's so fucking lazy, and I, I look at it and I'm like, these guys are running a business. They wouldn't allow that to happen, like right in the middle of their house. You've got accountants and lawyers in there and shit. It's like that would never happen. And then you've got the fucking love interests, where they don't build up the sexual tension at all. He just fucking shows up on the door, and he's like, "We're banging." Yeah, like, pretty who, much. Who the fuck are you, and why are you in my home? <laughs> like they don't build that shit up at all. Not to mention the second one's just a bit creepy. Why? Because she's Actually, younger? they're both creepy. They're both creepy. 
Yeah, she, well, one of them's really old, the other one's really young. Yeah, and they're both sexy as hell. Like both of them are like ridiculous sexy. Not gonna complain there. Mm. But the way I mean, like build it up a little bit. Like make them have a conversation first. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? It's, I don't know, man. Fair enough. Quantum of Solace was uh, they had like a like a I don't know what you call it. Um, like a script that you like have the base points. Scriptment. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then they went into filming or oh, the writer's strike hit. So apparently to, according to this, Daniel Craig and the director wrote the film. <laughs> oh right. Wow. Interesting. Daniel so Craig is not allowed to write shit ever again. <laughs> but this one This is Wikipedia, it could be fucking made up. Could yeah, be. true. Spectre really feels like they went down a checklist of things that need to be in a Bond movie and right. just tick things off and say, Alright, so we got that. Like with the sex scenes, it was like, Oh, well I guess Bond has to make love to the woman. So let's do that. And then you just didn't do any work around that at all. Yeah. And there's no like there's no cool gadgets or Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. He There's gets, not. like, a fucking pen or something. The one thing it's got, and I guess, like, when I was complaining about the movie, someone goes, oh, but it's supposed to have, like, the biggest explosion in a Bond movie ever. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's the one thing it's got. The opening it scene. does have that. The opening scene's good. Um, opening scene. The one shot. The one shot. Yeah, it's a one shot. We're during the, the parade. Single take. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. 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 Goes but then for a while. The way it ends... The, mm, yeah okay the one shot is good the one shot part of it is good hmm. but it's not one shot when they're up in the helicopter no no and by that time it's it's fucking it's a mess in the yeah. helicopter that's yeah that's that's just like alright stop alright we're All right. stopping now we're, we're straying far too <laughs> yeah. far into too much information yeah. like he's Very literally funny. trying to kill this guy in a helicopter what did I just say where dude? there's like <laughs> what did I just of say of people yeah. on the ground and he doesn't give any fucks oh and God. they're just sort of like going back and forth like oh, now I'm hanging out the door now yeah. you're hanging out the door and stop he, he like throws the guy <laughs> out the window and stop. then he like adjusts his tire while stop fucking helicopter spinning yeah. out of control stop. like um what's no. his name <laughs> we're not talking about the fucking bond movie anymore no, a couple bonds ago a couple bonds ago what was his name pierce brosnan yeah, yeah. um or was he the last bond he was the last one. he was the last yeah so like when he he was very cheesy yeah sometimes but like yeah, that was his thing yep. and then like yeah what you you just said right then that's like that's like cheesy in a bad way it's like you're not trying to be cheesy you just came off well as i think they established very early on with daniel Gray's that it was like the fucking christopher nolan fucking batmans yeah, yeah, yeah. the dark compared to yeah tim burton's batmans for fucking pierce brosnan right yeah and so with this yeah. one they're not trying to be tongue in cheek at all they're just like yeah it just <laughs> But, I mean, Pierce Brosnan's Bond films, I, I still think he's the second best Bond. I'm uh, be fucking honest. Some of them are good. Like, T- Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh, is the def- one on the stealth no, boat? Whichever one has uh, Denise Richards as a fucking Oh, uh, yeah. That, w- that one is a train wreck. Isn't that the stealth boat? Maybe. No, stealth boat is- Or is that uh, Halle Berry or something? Stealth boat is The World Is Not Enough. Oh, okay. Uh, I like that one. Um- that's the one with Terry Hatcher. Uh, Golden Eye is obviously a winner. It's a classic. Um, yeah, t- Tomorrow Never Dies. I think that one's the train wreck. Um, but yeah, no. After I, I still he's still my second favorite Bond. I don't know. That's my opinion. Screw it. Yeah, and then Dying of Another Day was the one in the uh, in the snow with the the giant laser. 
Oh no, I think that's the one with Denise Richards. No, no, that's uh, it's got a someone. I can't remember her name. Right. Blonde, blonde lady. Blonde. I should look it up. Blonde wonder lady. Shall we begin this podcast? Oh, Halle Berry was in that one. Right. Roseman Pike. Ah, right. Who you can never look at the same way again after fucking... After what she did to Ben Affleck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to MPH. Jesus Christ. Have you seen Gone Girl? That's a spoiler, no. actually. <laughs> Let's not talk about that no. anymore. Watch Gone Girl. Just okay. watch Gone You've Girl. You've not seen Gone Girl? It. Holy fuck, no. that Seriously, film's amazing. Watch it, watch it this week. No, I Sometime. I don't even know about it. I don't know what it's about. I, um, don't find out anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, don't, Just watch it. Don't read anything. Spectacular. Uh, I watched uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, Because I needed to see how bad this film was. <laughs> it starts off pretty good. And then something happens in the middle- like uh, the director fell asleep or something. Yeah. And then the end of the film starts, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on? It's super weird." Yep. Wow. Oh, um, I watched uh, the last Twilight. Why? Because Gemma wanted to. Oh dear God. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the movie, oh yeah, that's right. Um, so they have this big battle scene. Yeah. Between the different factions of vampires, and then the werewolves jump in. And um, they've got this woman vampire who can uh, tell the future. Of course. And she's so all she psychic knows and shit. She's put money down on the fight. Yeah. Yeah. She's been on the other side. Um, <laughs> it's going down in the fifth. Um, so she, like, she can see the future. They've got the two lines set up, uh, ready to do battle. And then she steps out. I'm, I'm telling everyone the end of the movie, but fuck it, it's Twilight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I've never um, seen no one gives a shit. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. any of them Who at cares? all. Um, so, like, and then she goes to the leader of the other faction, takes his hand. And then the big fight happens. And after a bunch of people have died and the fight's almost over, then it snaps back to the moment where she's holding the hand of the guy before the battle happens. And she's like, and that's what'll happen if we fight. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't really happen. Amazing. The whole thing. Amazing. <laughs> and then so they decide not to fight and they all go away. How long does and, this uh, fight go for? What are you watching? I don't know, maybe five minutes, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, um, several fatalities. Um, but uh, yeah, then at the end of the movie. <laughs> Everybody lived happily yeah, ever. Yeah, that's right. Um, the end of the movie. So the two people, the two lovers are together. Yeah. And they've got their half vampire daughter or whatever. And uh, yeah, Bella, she says to the guy, uh, no one's lo- ever loved anyone as much as I love you. And then the guy goes, with one exception. <laughs> Uh, and then it ends. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Who, with him winking to the camera. Is that one written during the writer's strike or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. It's probably from the book. Oh, uh, probably. <laughs> Fuck that. That's just tragic. Um, yeah. All right, let's begin. Let's no, begin. let's let's start later. What? We. I want to talk about something. What do you want to talk about? We didn't talk about Kobe Bryant. Ah, uh, he's retiring. Yeah. The announcement was made, what, last week? It was It was a pretty... I thought it was pretty good, as announcements go. A poem. He's he's shut down a website for he like did. an hour. He killed it. He killed a website. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, at the end of the season, 
Kobe Bryant retires, which... He stops playing, but I think he already stopped playing this year anyway, didn't uh, he? I've used on my fantasy league team. Yeah, yeah. He actually did good yesterday. He did good last week as well. He's like one every four games, basically. He pl- No, he plays good. Sorry, he gets good stats except shooting percentage. Right. He's in like a 20% shooting. True. Yeah, he's just chucking up shit. Um, but it's super interesting watching, because I watch a lot of Lakers games, um, just how many fucking people are turning up to these games that he's at. Yeah. And it's like every single one that he plays that I've watched has been like a home game for them. Yeah. It's yeah. nuts. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and ticket prices, because we, we looked at tickets, just went fucking bananas. Right. Um, Lakers home... One of the last home games tickets was, I think, close to five to seven hundred dollars for like the nosebleeds, the worst seat you could get. Jesus, which are normally twenty dollars tickets or something. It's crazy. Um, and I was reading something about like that Philadelphia game was on yeah. the other day, and tickets were going for like fourteen hundred bucks, Fucking just hell. selling out like nuts. It's bananas. Yeah, it's super interesting. Like I've watched a lot of basketball but i've not seen anything like that before yeah it's crazy how much of an impact and like after every game the the other team always goes up says whatever they do to him give him hugs like the entire stuff like i've not seen that before Mm. in a long time in basketball just how much of like an impact the guys had um on the the sport (laughs) because i guess you've got like your your michael jordan who was uh like a pretty big influence in the game who you know our kind of generation and then once he left it was kind of like kobe bryant who took it another step further um and so he's kind of stepping away and then you've got your next up you're like your lebron james's yep. and like lebron grew up watching kobe play yeah the yeah. same way kobe grew up watching michael jordan play yep yeah it's just super interesting to, to see that like generation the next that generation kind of finish yeah it's pretty huge yeah um. Anyway, should we podcast? Let's podcast.